from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. Welcome to another episode of the Asian Action Cast. I'm your host, Sam, on this lovely January afternoon, uh, which is 30 freaking 8 degrees or something here in Australia. Uh, and I'm joined today by our lovely, lovely other Asian Action Cast people, Mikey. Hello. Hello, Mike. Hello, Chris. Hello. Rachel. Hello. Hello. Scott. Yo. How are we? All right. Keeping cool. Trying. Inside yeah. anyway, yeah. What, yeah. yeah, we got the air conditioning blasting. Yeah, that's why we're keeping cool yeah. inside. Yeah, keeping chill. Because if we step outside, it's radioactive wasteland out there. They <laughs> <laughs> just fall out out there. At the <laughs> I don't know if anybody knows about Western Australia, but uh, when we have a heat wave, it only lasts for about a day, but it is epic. <laughs> it's like two, three days max, and you get like a cool change. It's like, oh, thank, thank God. In the meantime, your tires melt on the road. And, you know. <laughs> I didn't realize this, but did you know that the hole in the ozone layer really only affects us? It's what? right above my house. <laughs> <laughs> Australia or Western Australia? Uh, I think it's Western Australia mostly. Really? I don't know. I haven't been to Melbourne or Sydney lately, so I don't know how affected they are. <laughs> Apparently, there's no light there because the cricket just ended early. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> but enough about the weather. If we came here to talk about the weather, we call it the weathercast. <laughs> Wait. Weathercast. Coming soon. AAC <laughs> <laughs> weathercast. Let's talk about the weather in the action movies. <laughs> For some random reason, it was always fine when they were filming. I don't know. <laughs> I've never Scott. seen it like that in Hong Kong. I don't know how they did it. <laughs> Scott, what do we do here? Well, once a fortnight, too long, two move weeks, <laughs> we all get together and talk about a movie from our... Which may or may not make sense at all. <laughs> from our vast collection. And we uh, kind of somewhere between a review and a recap. Yeah, that's right. That's right. A fortnight for those internationally is two weeks, which is 14 days. <laughs> uh, so it's Australian measure- measurement. <laughs> Um, That's on Greenwich Mean Time. <laughs> um, so yes, we, we are your number one podcast for Hong Kong and Asian action cinema. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that means factually, but <laughs> it took us a while to actually do the podcast because we had to unravel all of the chords. We um, actually started at twelve said, o'clock. It is now nearly four o'clock. The culprit said those cables are, are fine. They are in their natural state. <laughs> yes, uh, Nathan, who's in charge of folding cables, has done a bang up job. Bang up, bang up job. Mm. So we've now just finished <laughs> unraveling them, <laughs> and that's why he's now on a one pod, one cast suspension. Just yes, <laughs> that's right. Um, so we today, have rules here. We you will enforce. <laughs> Before today, we start, just oh. give a big happy birthday to Christian. Happy birthday. Uh, I think you had the sound. No fanfare? What word is this? And you smell like one. Okay. Thanks, guys. I, um, I, uh, and because it's my birthday, I'm going to do something really, really special here. I'm just going to pause this. Nothing (laughs) better that he wants to do on his birthday than come to the Asian Action Cast. Ooh, burn. Two cast suspension for you. (laughs) Um, I don't know when this one's going to be in the order of things, but. There is some very, very special news coming. Um, here at the Asian Action Cast, we've gone corporate. We've completely sold out. Okay. Shit, I thought you were going to say you're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> that, that too. <laughs> 
And uh, we've got a very, very special giveaway coming up very, very soon. Now, um, we're going to keep it a little bit secret for now, but we'll just get you tantalizing. Just see what you see. You know, we're going to keep you interested. So, uh, the next time we all get together, I'm going to give away the details of this very, very exclusive AAC giveaway. And but this Christian, is, you're supposed to get presents on your birthday, not give them away. This is the type of person I am, Sam. Ha! Selfless to a T. Ha! Three cast suspension for you. Your nose just grew so big. <laughs> so uh, stick around and uh, keep listening and uh, we will let you know. Oh, oh yeah, what? Big money! Yeah, for our Chinese <laughs> listeners out there, some canto for you. All right, so that's the big news. Yeah, CJB, two years old in podcast years. In cat years, that's 14. <laughs> uh, so we're going on to a podcast today. What, yes. what movie did we see? We all decided on one film. Yes, madam. Yes, madam. Yes, madam. Which is a, uh, a Hong Kong action film from 1985. Is that right? Yep. 1985. You said it had an alternate title. What was the alternate title? Uh, alternate title was uh, Police Assassins in the UK, which is funny yeah. because, you know, police don't need to be assassins because they're cops. It's like and someone this... watched it on Fast Forward and was like, oh, yeah, the cops kill a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> I love police that, Assassins. That, that ultimate title, uh, Police Assassins in the UK, they were never in the UK. It's <laughs> No, they weren't. Yes. Well, that is correct. <laughs> they mentioned the UK. I mean, does that count? I mean, do they mention the UK? Yeah, like oh, she's well, from she's she's from Scotland Yard, yeah, Scotland Yan, Scotland Yan. Oh, once again, I've got to bring this up. The last movie we did had the greatest subtitles I've ever seen, and this movie is it's it's bastard little butt sister. It is just whoever done these subtitles deserves a medal. I said this before, and I'll say it again. I want them to write my wedding speech. I really do. This is <laughs> it made sense. It did make sense. <laughs> They're for literal. Me. They're pretty literal. Yeah, and these were sixty four bit. Uh, graphics because the last subtitles were like six bit graphics. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, madam. Starring for the first time in her feature film debut, Miss Michelle Yeoh, mm. uh, who was credited as Michelle Khan. She's King. had a few. Yeah, she's had a few surnames. So Michelle Yeoh is her married name. Is that right, Rachel? For tax uh, purposes, she was Michelle. Yeoh Yeo is her original surname, but I think Khan was because no one can pronounce Yeoh or something. No one can pronounce Yeoh in China. Yeah. I don't know. For the Western audience, how do you, how does someone... How do they interpret rap? Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> <laughs> it hadn't hit then. Uh, think, run DMC I was still... <laughs> that was the reason anyway. Run DMC would just run D. So like a yo-yo would be a king-king? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. So uh, how, how are these jokes working? They're hidden? Yeah, I, I had someone put, put I can take them or leave them. <laughs> Someone's put my surnames as Rachel Khan before because they can't spell or pay attention. Oh, okay. So. People in China are lazy. Just stick the knife in, Rach. They're lazy. So Michelle Yeoh in her first feature film debut, uh, looking very, very fine. She had just won uh, Miss Malaysia in 1982. No, sorry. She was in the pageant in 1982 and won in 1983. Um, so two years later, she gets a film deal. That's right. Well, she was in a commercial with Jackie Chan. Uh, I wonder if you can find that commercial online somewhere. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, Jackie and... Because uh, then she ended up doing, obviously, Supercop like, with Jackie like, Chan. Hey, buy these baked beans. Or this <laughs> or you know. Supercop was later. So, no, that's what I mean. Like, she yeah. ended up doing Way Supercop later. with Jackie Chan. Yeah, yeah. Um, So he probably but, said, hey, I did that commercial with you. Mm, yeah. I, I, they're all, like, making... These are all, like, side movies that they all produced, you know, to make money, I suppose, on the side. 
Well, this was uh, directed by Corey Yoon, who's uh, famously one of the Yoon brothers. And um, <laughs> really, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my uh, name is Chris Yoon. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm also one of the Yoon brothers. Take me seriously. Couch Sponsor Yoon me. Was a Yoon brother. So Corey Yoon, who's funnily enough, if you remember, Corey Yoon also did. Um, uh, what's that movie with Cynthia Rothrock that we did? Above the law. Above the law. Writing um, wrongs. Yeah, writing wrongs with Yoon Bu. So he also did that. And, and a great segue into the other star of this movie. Cynthia Rothrock. Cynthia Rothrock, our favourite American. She's American. Yeah. Well, yeah. this she's part of Scotland Yard, so I assume she's meant to be British. Well, anybody who's they white. dub over her voice either way, so it doesn't really yeah. matter. Only, the only English she says is bullshit and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> Cynthia universal though. Or um, this or in this uh, film we call it um, Cynthia Rothrock's uh, stretch and flex class. Um. <laughs> At all times, Cynthia Rothrock is impatient. Angry and agitated. She She's never a- does things by the law. It's always like, I'm going to go punch some people. And Michelle goes like, hey, 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 hey. She's a loose cannon. She's a loose She's cannon. A yeah. loose cannon. Yeah, good cop, bad cop, right? Everybody it's cop never, them. hey, let's go by the book. It's like, I'm going to go and kick the shit out of this guy. I'm agitated. I need to go. She's going to be held back at all times. Every movie she's in, she's like this. Well, you know, a bit of trivia for you is when they were looking for a co-star for Michelle Yeoh, they were looking for a man. And they wanted somebody like a Bruce Lee type character. And uh, Cynthia Rothrock, for whatever reason, got, um, got chosen to do it. And, you know, she has to play this loose cannon, Dirty Harry type character, which she does pretty that, well. That, that Dirty Harry you just said, that comes in shortly. So keep, yeah. keep an eye on that. Yeah. So on that. Shall we kick off the film? Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen. So Press the play. film opens up with, actually, I can't remember how the film opens up. <laughs> <laughs> she what happens? a guy she, flashing. It was right? so weird. Oh, that's right. She's in the, she's in the do we call it a, a bookstore? Book it is a bookstore. The book, the yeah. book Just a bookstore, normal bookstore. With the porno in it? No, no. Well, see, so he she's not looking at porn, is she? No, no she's no. just looking at a book. Yeah. And, he, and he walks in with his... The weird the weird flasher guy walks in and the first thing he looks at is the porn section. And He looks through like the porn a, section. Yeah. Chippendales. I'm pretty and, sure yeah. it's not porn. Well, it's guys. It's gardening or, or the, how, the, how to the knit. The Chippendales are on the freaking cover and These stuff. guys aren't gardening with a bow tie. <laughs> You need to rewatch the film and pay attention. I was there, I'm sure of it. He looks shifty as hell. But I'm he's surprised you missed porno. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so this shifty guy walks in and he's looking through the bookshelf and he walks right up behind Michelle Yeoh's character and he's got this trench coat pushed, like pulled really tightly and he starts, he's got terrible teeth, terrible teeth. Like you can just tell from his teeth that the rest of it's just not going to be up to scratch. <laughs> and he's behind her and he's like, hey... What does he say? I heard you like, I know you're going to like this or something. Uh, and then he, uh, he kind of opens his, uh, his trench coat. Let's and face it. If it's porn, I wish it, did somebody order the pizza? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to clean the pool. He opens his trench coat. He's clearly naked. They shoot him up from the waist up. And she screams. She looks away, but she, she's able to put his she book. Has, she has a giant book in yeah. her hands that oh, she yeah. uses to cover him up. Does she, she cover sla- it up or does she, she snap it? No, she, slam- she slams it on him. Yeah, on his Slams junk. his junk that. in between the pages. Yeah. And he's like, oh! Uses his wedding tackle for a bookmark is what she does. <laughs> he's immediately arrested too. There's other cops. There, it was, like it, it was a sting something. operation yeah. to catch him because he's obviously oh, a serial it? flasher. Oh, yeah, the other cops are in the You know, important cop business. Oh, Important, yeah, exactly. flashes. Yeah, that'll get you up the ranks. Catch the flasher. Catch the flasher. And that just proves that she's obviously a very good uh, inspector, <laughs> I guess. And they, they, they uh, walk yes, outside immediately into another crime scene. Well, so were they robbing the book? The no, bookstore? Well, no, no, they're, they're in the bookstore. They're no, 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 no. You, you, you've got it confused. Enlighten us. All right. I've forgotten. No, okay. <laughs> no, no. What happens is um, they put him in the car and go to drive off and a uh, armoured truck rocks up. And yeah. the guys get out to take the money out, obviously. And then out of nowhere, the bank come- next door. 
Yeah, and now comes comes the um, the Datsun 180B, <laughs> and uh, out job jump out the robbers, and there you go. And uh, and this is where it's really really kicks off a film because one of them shoots. They pull out guns and goes to shoot one of the uh, the guards right between the eyes. Yeah. And it is like, it is a great... They're like, where's the key? Where's the key? I don't know. Bang. <laughs> In the face. And holy shit, I had to put my phone down because if I'm being honest, I lost interest. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy got shot right in the face and I was like, no time for phone. Action's happening. <laughs> so she uh, immediately jumps into action and starts shooting back and there's a bit of action She basically goes on. Robocop on them. <laughs> there's a couple of cool scenes though where like guards get shot and they fly back. They get ratcheted back into like the, the car and stuff. She's hiding behind the car and they, they come over the top of the car and they, oh, she's gone. Where'd she go? And then look the other way and she comes out from underneath the car and blows him away in the chest. There was that cool scene when she was running up beside a car, like using the car as like moving cover. Yeah. And she's actually, it looks like she's sprinting and she's doing really, she's got long legs, Michelle Yeoh. And she's running alongside this car with a gun. And I presume the passenger's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, wait, no, it was the bad guy, wasn't it? Didn't he mm. shoot through the door? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. why are they running next to the car? No, the no, car. She, no, no, she, she, she jumped from that car to the bad guy's car oh. that was in front. And then she shoots through the windscreen at him. Oh, okay. And takes him out. And then her gun runs out of bullets. And uh, She I grabs like a dead security guard. She grabs the dead security guard's shotgun and um, starts taking out all of the bad guys. And... Um, I think she take did she take a tire on the car or something? Yes, shoots and, out a tire. Yeah. And the because they go to drive off in the the um, security van. Yeah, and then it uh, it obviously flips up onto a car and rolls over and we would have remembered this a lot more out. except we spent so long untangling those cords. <laughs> Nathan, you fuck, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Nathan. <laughs> um, yeah. So then the guys come. Tum- one of the bad guy tumbles out of the um, security van. Oh yeah, the, the handsome his, bad his guy. And his gun's in front of him, and he's he's crawling towards the gun, and she jumps over him with the shotgun. He goes, "I don't know how many bullets are left in there. Do you want to <laughs> test me?" <laughs> nice little uh, like, nod to Dirty Harry there. Yeah, uh, yeah. like even the no. gun she was holding looked like a big giant fucking. She's got this <laughs> this pump action shotgun, and he's like, "Do I? Don't I?" You know, like you just tell he's got that. I don't respect women in 1985 in Hong Kong look. <laughs> so so then he, he does the whole fake, oh, no, I'm not going to. And then I will. And then she pulls the trigger and blows his hand off. His face. Well, they don't, they don't show his hand exploding. You don't see the hand, but you see the blood just go... Splatter all splatter over his face. Splatter everywhere, yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty hardcore. Uh, I have to admit that I didn't think this movie would be this hardcore. Yeah, the fake red... One, of the, one of the running themes in this movie is um, if you get shot or you get hit, you just get... It's like there's... Like super force, like Dragon Punch style, uh, Dragon Ball style, fucking punches behind force behind every bullet yeah. and every punch because you just go flying back. No, like, I think that was that was funny because they were like they had that at the first, and then we we get to our next scene where where the one of the um the the main plot of the film starts to go off and someone gets shot and nothing happens. <laughs> it doesn't. Oh, he was a professional though. <laughs> so we get this guy who um, I don't know who his name's Dick in the film. Yes. So Dick's Dick arrived Way. at the hotel, played by Dick Way. He's got this hairstyle that I am just totally envious of, and so I want to pull off. But the balding hairstyle. <laughs> he was bald. No, the the assassin's Dick, isn't he? Hey. No, no. Yeah, the, no. The guy dressed in white in the white suit. No, no, no. I'm talking about the assassin. Which one's the assassin? Yeah, the assassin's the one in the white suit. The, yeah, the, Dick Way is the, the guy. The Caucasian with that. guy was was Richard. 
Uh, Richard Norton. Norton. Which Norton. I thought was Richard Norton when you like, said what's that. What's going on with that surname? It doesn't even sound like it's supposed to be Scottish or whatever. Oh, I thought Richard Norton was in here with Cynthia Rothrock yeah. and Michelle Yeoh. I nearly creamed my pants. <laughs> No, yeah. yeah, we didn't need that one. <laughs> so, yeah. which hairstyle are you talking about? The the guy who who actually shoots him, the professional killer. Yeah, yeah, that's Dick Way. Well, who China's own Dick Way. <laughs> who are you talking about? You were talking about balding. You were talking about Richard. Yeah, Dick Way's hair is balding at the front. He looks like one of those Wong Fei Hong haircuts, but he's just not bothered to grow it long. Is who it him there? Is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we've just got a picture here that we're showing of, to Christian. Various balding, uh, 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 balding. I don't know. An audio seating hairlines. <laughs> And an audio-only podcast, this is a great, great well, Dick Way, for those of you listening at home, you'll know that he was Pirate Sampo from Project A, part one. Um, oh, and yeah. that's all I can remember. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So, yes. He was the best character in that whole... <laughs> <laughs> so, Dick Way meets up with Richard Nornan, in, uh, who's an accountant, apparently. and uh, He's got some secret microfilm, which we, um, you know, plot point see him tuck away in his passport for some reason well it's essentially it's proof that uh, this uh, businessman Mr. Tin is uh, you know it's a forged Forge, contract forging contracts yeah so the accountant he's actually a dirty guy because he's selling this uh, microfilm to Dick Way yep. for money and Dick Way's like oh 20 million and uh, no he said one, 1 million in the briefcase and he said 20 years ago that would have been enough oh right yeah but I want 20 million <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah million for each year I gotta say I think Microfilm, having microfilm as a plot device, is a lost art that we don't see anymore in these years. That's a real shame because it's so cool. It's it tiny. Kind of, kind of died out in the 1990s. It's like you don't see microfilm. in the or like a everything's on the cloud now or something like that. Or a microfish. Yeah. Now it's like here's an SD card or here's yeah. a fucking here's a download link or something like that. <laughs> see, here's a torrent should, file. This is from the dark web. <laughs> they should go back to microfilms because you can't box. replicate that shit. There it's tiny. Go. See, tiny. Um, so Dick Way has got this gun out on Richard Nornan and Richard Nornan's upset. He's explaining that he's a professional killer. Uh, yes. Yes, he is a professional killer. And he proceeds to stick the gun in an apple. And well, that's because Richard's in. like, you can't shoot me in here. People are going to hear. And that's when he shoves the end of the gun. He had into a silencer on the gun in the first Well, place. now it's double silenced. Now it's <laughs> silenced with an apple as well. <laughs> I love those apple silencers. Yeah. They should... Hey, Gate. No, what's his name? Who's the guy from Apple now? What? Tim Cook. Yeah, Cook. <laughs> I, want, I want Apple silences by the end of the year. Why do you year? think the logo's got a chunk taken out of it? <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, so he, he, yeah, he sticks the um, the already silenced gun into an apple. Yes, thus silencing it, it further. It, this thing is so quiet. Sticks it in his mouth. It pulls the trigger, kills him. But as Michael has pointed out, nothing. No head goes flying off. He doesn't go flying into the next country. He just yeah. It's pretty subdued considering you got point blank. Yeah, but the, the apple the was in the, the way. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, because that's going to stop a bullet real good. It had to go through the core. If it was a pear <laughs> or something, I, I understand. If it was a pear or stone fruit, perhaps. <laughs> but no, it was an apple. <laughs> oh, apple's got those small little pips. Maybe it just sort of nicked yeah. the bullet enough to. You know. He didn't die from the. The bullet was this poison from the apple seeds. <laughs> He's actually allergic to apples. That's what yeah. did it. There's a lot of cyanide in apple seeds. Yeah. The bullets just forced that cyanide out into his body. Mm. Um, he's laying on the table. He doesn't have a hole, a gaping hole in the back of his head or anything. That's what I mean. Like it's just like everyone else. Everything past this is just like you know. He hits somebody. They go flying six feet in the air. Yeah. You know. But this one is just the one thing that it doesn't happen. So, so we all have this wackiness. Sorry, go on, Mike. 
I was going to move to the next oh. point. <laughs> so all this wackiness is happening. Two uh, supposedly... Bungling robbers. Two, yeah, bungling robbers are breaking into hotels using credit cards and screwdrivers and shit. With uh, fake fake butlers' uniforms and in their briefcases and stuff. Yeah, one of the waiters is, uh, I think it's a Mang Hoi, uh, who's this uh, bespectacled, I don't know, weed-looking guy. He's and the Asian yeah. Harold Ramis. Um, was it? What's his name? It's a son... <laughs> is like the short guy. The other. I was Manhoi the short guy. Discount Yoon Bu. The other one is Discount The short guy or the poor guy. The other one is John John Sum or Shum. Oh, John Shum. So John Shum is the maestro-looking guy. The balding, curly-haired guy. Yeah, looks like a music conductor. And and Manhoi is. He looks like that in every movie he's in. Disheveled, running around crazy, yelling yeah. stuff. So Mang Hoi looks like uh, Yoon Bu's love child. <laughs> <laughs> and they're both breaking into this. Now, it's shown them like having fake tuxedos and stuff for, you know, bellboy costumes. But they're not actually there to do anything. Well, I mean, they're there to be robbers, really. They're not there to actually They're just killing breaking them. into to different hotel rooms and stealing people's belongings, essentially. Yeah. yeah, classic case of, you know, Crooks with a heart of gold getting caught up in bigger crookery. <laughs> crookery. <laughs> I guess crookery, evilness. So he, uh, he breaks into Richard's room um, with the, the fake um, dinner tray. Yeah. Interrupting Dick's uh, look for the microfilm. The microfilm. This is what, this is what I love. Like, he's just gone and, and iced this guy. Someone's coming in the room. Instead of going, you know what? I'm going to take care of this guy too because I don't live with it. He jumps behind a curtain. As if to say, well, no one. And he, he, but he put places the body so it looks like the guy who's been shot is asleep on the table. On the table, because that's you know, and um, you fall asleep. That's where I sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Prepared. <laughs> so he's hiding behind the curtain, and the guy comes in, and, and he's sort of peeking through the gap, watching this guy. And this guy just comes through and just starts taking his wallet, taking money out. The guy, but he doesn't like he's he's walked in and gone, hello, hello, hello. The guy has an answer. He sees him on the on the table asleep, and he's like, "Hmm, do I chance that he's waking up, or do I just go? No, I'm going to go nuts. Give me that wallet. Give me that watch. Everything." So, in his uh, search, he randomly grabs the passport as well uh, with the microfilm inside, and uh, just as he's about to leave, there's a knock at the door. Well, Dick Way is about to show up and come out of the curtain to kill uh, Discount Yumbu, and then he hears <laughs> this like knock on the door. Richard. Richard, Richard, because yes. I really want that in my ear when I'm uh, pillow talk. Richard, I don't it, think she was there to get laid. I, I'm pretty sure that she put a bow in her hair. All right, okay. you knew it was on. All right, that in this movie, I got to say, Michelle, like she's got she's got it going on. But he's about to be a rich accountant. Come on. <laughs> but the only daddy. way you know that she's actually done anything feminine in this is she puts a bow in her hair, a yellow bow in her hair. And that's it, because for the whole rest of the movie, she's in like jumpsuits and 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 everything like that. And this, this is the sexiest she will, gets in this we'll whole say one thing. One thing about this movie, I don't know if it's planned, but she is in a different costume in every single scene. That different she's outfit, in. Different every outfit. single scene. Continuity scene. problem with yeah. the costuming as well in this movie. But you know why? Because fuck continuity. When you yeah. got Michelle Yeoh, <laughs> at all times she looks like she's just coming from or going to a workout. <laughs> CrossFit is my life. <laughs> She looks stunning. Young Michelle Yeoh, stunning. I, my only thing with that is I just wish... Is that the only thing they do with her hair is they basically slick it back. Yeah. Um, at, at She's the side. Short. Short. Yeah. She's the boss. Come on. She's yeah, I know, short, but like... Short shoulder length job going on. Yeah, but I mean, 
Did you grow up in the 80s? Like, everyone had their hair, like, wet gel or something. <laughs> Guys had their hair wet gel. Girls boss, had, like, man. this big... Yes, madam. Yes, madam. Yes, madam. <laughs> yeah. She's a girl living in a man's world. <laughs> yeah. She's going to kick your ass, too. <laughs> so she shows up, and she's looking for Richard because she's got a dinner date with this guy. And she walks through, and uh, Mang Hoi comes through, and he, he's a waiter, so he just leaves. He's like, oh, there he is. Oh, he's oh, asleep he's on the bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All the best. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Um, and that's when... Uh, and Dick Way has already... Has he left the room as well? No, no, no he was still hiding. Oh, is he still hiding? He's, he's hiding still. And uh, Michelle comes in and, and, you know, does the old, I'll go to the bedroom to look in there. Oh, wait, he's not there. Where would he be sleeping? Oh, he's on the table asleep. I'll just go wake him up. Yeah. Richard. 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 Also... You see how many hotel rooms you can get in nowadays by saying, I'm here to see him. And they're just, oh, we'll let you in. Sure. <laughs> Walk right in. And uh, so she I was impressed him. at the size of the hotel room, though. Given well, he's a rich like accountant. A, a separate room with the It's a pretty table. banging apartment. Yeah. It's probably as good as Yoonview's apartment in Above the Law. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my dad lives here. It's not that good. So she realizes that he's dead when she pulls his head back and he's got an apple in his mouth. Because <laughs> who the hell would eat an apple? <laughs> Pieces. Jesus. Uh, the way she pulls his head back too is like, if he wasn't dead before, she just snapped his neck. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Like, honestly, if you're in hospital, keep this woman away from you. Cause she... <laughs> I had a car accident. Keep her away. So she gets out and she starts running down and she's looking for... Um, for the waiter because he was the last one here, obviously. Yeah. He's the killer. Yeah. And she, those guys are on the stairs changing clothes. Yeah, they're running down because they got their score and they're, they're leaving. They're stairwell and she's in the, in the elevator and every single person jumps on every other floor. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Yeah. I'm like, bitch, get out of the, get out of the elevator. This is one of the things I, I don't get about this movie because every chance she gets, she pulls her ID out. CID, CID. In this elevator, she's like, look, cops, get the next one. No, she's like, no, come on, hurry, just... Get off and we quit. Doesn't, you know, I don't get that. Like, she hasn't met Cynthia Rothrock yet. She doesn't know about impatience yet. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't understand. So, of course, um, he, they get away and, and yeah. uh, she's at the bottom going, oh, where did they go? I don't know. How does it go? Oh, where did they go? But, but the thing is, like, Dick is like, oh, turns around, like, oh, here we go. And she just runs straight past him. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, she doesn't know who he is. She hasn't fingered yeah. him yet. So, <laughs> he manages to get away. Oh, you guys, come on. This is a mature podcast. Kid. Hey, I wasn't the one who brought up Jackie Chan, all right? Come on. All right. But the thing is, this is the greatest thing. They go out the door, they're all changed, and she 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 sees, because Dick Way is in this white suit, right? And she thinks he's one of them. He turns around, he's got his hand in his uh, jacket pocket, grabbing the pistol, and she walks up, to walking towards him, and he's like, okay... Then she walks straight past him and goes to the waiter that's directly behind him. Once and he's again, like, we just said that. Yeah, I said listening. she hadn't fingered Dick yet, so <laughs> let's just oh, move let's on. Let's get to the part where we meet Cynthia, please. Yeah. Can I just say, though, that this film was produced by a guy called Dixon Poon, <laughs> which is just, let that sink in for two seconds. I'm, that, I'm actually suing because that's my stage English name. English names and then there's Hong Kong English names. Yeah, Dixon Poon. Yeah. Dixon Poon. What's that meme that the internet does that creates words that the computers can't read? <laughs> so, so anyway, so we're now introduced to uh, Chui Hark's character, uh, Panadol, who's who's one it's, of. Uh, we forgot to mention their their stupid names. Oh yeah, the th- there's three crooks. There's the two guys, Mang Hoi and uh, John Sham. Yeah. Um, and they play. I think Mang Hoi As- plays Aspirin. No, so John Sham is Aspirin, and Mang Hoi is. No, um, no, the other way around. Oh no, sorry. Mang yeah. Hoi is Aspirin. Yep. And and John Sham is. Uh, 
Strepsil? Strepsil, yeah. that's right. Is yeah. that a play on words? No, or they're that? actually calling them by that, that, that name. Because they reference it, they go, oh, they're at the, the chemist or something like that. They say that as a throwaway yeah, joke once. Says, go get it at the chemist. Yeah. 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 Actually, their nicknames are at the actual... Yeah, so, and, uh, and their friend is Panadol. Yeah, Chewy Hark. Panadol, aspirin, Panadol. and Strepsil. Yeah. So Chewy Hark's kind of like the forgery guy, and he looks a bit like Donatello because he's got like all of these, <laughs> you know, like goggles and shit, and he's just working at his bench. His apartment looks like the kind of, oh, we've got to go see Wacky Jake. He's, he's the, the, the tech guy. Any, huge any, apartment. Any movie you go into, there's wires and shit hanging out and all kinds of cool gadgets. It's like that kind of. Yeah. Secondary character that's probably going to die, and well, <laughs> maybe he does. He specializes in making forgeries like weapons, ID cards, and stuff like that. And uh, he's in the middle of a tussle at the moment because he's got some disgruntled <laughs> customers that have come and saying, Forgeries are shit. And uh, there's a bit of a scuffle, and it just involves him really being thrown off things and onto the ground. Pretty good stunt work, actually, because he does get pulled off a lot of like window ledges and stuff and just slammed onto the ground. Uh, and that's when, um, what's his name? I keep thinking Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> Aspirin. He was cut. He's in the director's cut. He got cut from this. <laughs> Aspirin and Strepsil, they show up and they could hear a bit of a scuffle. So they kind of pretend they're police and, uh, and the bad guys kind of escape. Kind of clever. And then he cuts the rope and they, fuck, they, I, they fall to their death, I assume. You <laughs> should never <laughs> see like, them never after Never mind that. what happened to them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what happens is they, oh, the cop's here. So we're going to get out of here. So he gets a, he's got this rope ladder that he throws out the window that goes down the side of the building. And they're all climbing down. He's let me climb out first. I'm slow. He goes, no, you wait. So then he goes like, okay, oh, well, you're, I'm smarter than you. Cuts a rope and... You never see them. Never see them again. Uh, But then it's these three guys. They're all chatting together, and they're divvying up the money. Um, And man, every time these three get together, this is melodramatic music that starts up. Is this horrible what piano synth. interlude? Because aspirin and panadol don't like each other. Aspirin and panadol don't like each other. At any moment, they could. Their friendship could dissolve. (laughs) But Strepsil calms them down. So it's soothing. Yeah, it's this horrible synth, synthy Rothrock, even. <laughs> uh, it's terrible music that comes on, and they, they have these like really melodramatic arguments. You're always doing this to me. And uh, after they uh, get into the argument, then it's usually uh, Strepsil that breaks them up and goes, Man, why you got to be like this? So they all go to this, they all start talking about the old man. Yeah. And they've got this box that's got three different locks, and they've all got a key for this box. And it's full of money. And, and it's for the all, old man. All have to put in there. Yeah. One third share. I like it when, they, when they open the lock, they were like, ready, nod, and they, they open the lock at the same time. Yeah, like, synchronized. Even though they don't need to because they're padlocks, but <laughs> whatever. Um, and uh, they, there's a couple of important things here uh, before we move into the old man, which is uh, aspirin and streps will give Panadol the uh, passport. passport because he's the forgery guy which has can the you use this it. yes I can yeah so he takes it and leaves it away and also they have a real gun now he's got a whole tin full of forgeries and he also gets a real gun from the crooks that have just been killed presumably because they rock up because their passports didn't work under lights yeah like, they're, like where they're f- on the, they show the passports and their faces have got like big was, white patches on them it was licenses the IC card or something like that yeah, yeah. Also, when he throws the, the passport at me, it's like, like the flipper and he just catches it like it's nothing. It's like, oh, yeah, I can use that. He's a pro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, now there's a, there's a real gun amongst the fakes and there's also the, the passport. And the dreaded microfilm. The microfilm. And the microfilm. Um, and so Cut. they've... <laughs> microfiche. <laughs> and then is the next scene the uh, old man's place? I, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Now, this is, <laughs> this is where... It, it's Sammo Hung and... Who? 
Richard Ng. The Richard. Asian Action Cast's own Richard Ng. Welcome back, Richard <laughs> Ng. We've missed you, 2019. Uh, Boom. He, every the, time who he, the, he... Who was the third one? I don't know, some Asian guy. I don't guy. know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it he, doesn't matter. He might have been Taiwanese. He had his pants up. <laughs> we'll, set, we'll set the scene. They're sitting there. Grey powder in there. <laughs> well, they're supposed to be Trying old. to make them look old. It's supposed it's, to be old. It's, it's, in the, film, they are old. What was the point of that whole sequence anyway? It's just like, because Samo is producer, so therefore put him in I need a cameo. Yeah, so people so they buy can put tickets. Him, well, yeah, they can put him on the poster it's saying, so guest starring pointless. Samo. So this nurse is walking towards them with a with some food, right? And Samo's hidden behind the door. Giant breasts. Yeah. <laughs> Always in shot. They're like... In, Always in shot. It's like, this is going to be creepy. <laughs> so Samo hides behind the door and the two other guys are sitting there and one of the guys starts rubbing his chest. He's like, he's getting all excited. He's like, he's having a heart attack. He, he's, you know, he, this guy like just overdosed on Viagra or something. He just, his heart's racing. He's... <laughs> she walks into the door. They're all setting up their plan. One's behind... Samo goes to hide behind the door. So then she walks in. Samo slams the door, grabs her arms, and these two guys run up towards her with their hands out like they're zombies. He, she, he, Samo grabs her jacket and pulls, pulls it, it down, down over her arms, exposing her... Well, not exposing her shoulders. Exposing her shoulders. And, they, and you think, oh, go, here we go. Oh, here these we old go. guys are you know, going to get into it. Disgusting rapies. And <laughs> they just steal the, the chicken. The chicken. Yeah, <laughs> the, the food. They steal the food. And they don't give a rats about her, and they just throw it on the floor and just start eating like animals. They just and she's like, "You can't have that. It's all oily. You have you, you're not allowed to eat that." And, and apparently, like, they're, they're diabetic and sick in a hospital, <laughs> and they're not allowed to have bad food. Yes, I mean the scene is set up to. It's designed to be rapey to make you think that they're rapey, and yeah. they really just want the chicken. And it was disappointing. <laughs> it was. I'm disappointed <laughs> in this movie. For making me think it's it was a rapey scene. a weird scene. little scene. Like, like you guys said, it was just, it was just like, oh, i got to get Summer Hung and Richard Ungen here. We paid yeah. him this money. Completely yeah. throw away. <laughs> Maybe they had a big argument and so Cora Yoon was like, I'm going to put you in the rapiest scene I can. <laughs> yeah, With the like, worst makeup and everything. Yeah. yeah, eat that. You lose that bet. And the matron comes in and goes, hey, put that down. And like, okay. The matron's like five foot one and just like, you know. Oh, she's tough like all matrons are. <laughs> She's tough. She doesn't like fun like all stereotypical matrons. So then the three um, chemist brothers <laughs> arrive. Oh, yeah. They're all dressed in white, you know, they've got matching shirts, and they're all like well behaved and nice and groomed. And they... Well, they've got nice, healthy food. They've got a, yeah. a bowl water, of fruit. A bag of fruit, I think it was. A bag of fruit, yeah, some and water. And some biscuits. And biscuits. And biscuits. Yeah. And uh, so she lets them in, of course, as soon as they sit down, opening the, the various packets to discover <laughs> the tin has, like, chicken in it's it. Fried chicken and pork, fried yeah. Chicken and pork. Octopus in there as well. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the, the drinks have um, Man We thought toy. it was vodka. Some kind of Chinese wine, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah Man Mao Tai or yeah, something. I guess. Yeah. And Mai Tai. Mai Tai, maybe. Mai Tai. I can't even remember what the fruit was. Uh, the fruit had cocaine, I guess. <laughs> no, I don't know. The, the fruit, fruit seemed really light or something, like yeah. plastic or something better, remember? Who knows, just yeah. fake. So he's the, he's the, the, big, he's actually the big had... boss man who taught the three brothers or three friends their old... Taught them what? They everything they know. Oh, okay. Pa- bumbling, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bungling. Bungling fools. Now, th- I figured out what was in the fruit too. It was um, it was those cyanide apples, but Sammo Hung's just such a legend. He's like, I eat that for shit for breakfast. Just give me them apples. <laughs> I wonder what uh, Sammo Hung's actual name was. Was it like ibuprofen or something? <laughs> <laughs> like the ling- ringleader. Targeted pain relief. Uh, Not. Did they have that Tiger in the bomb. 80s? Uh-huh. Did they have that in the 80s? I think it just was cocaine. In the know? 80s? <laughs> 
<laughs> Just take this mysterious powder. Some kind of animal's testicles. It'll be good for you. <laughs> I got a boner, but my pain is still here. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on. Um, how are these jokes working for you? They're hidden? They're hidden? <laughs> yeah, let's no, move on. No, no, no. So Samba doesn't tell him anything of consequence though, does he? No, uh, they, ask, they ask him a question. What happens is he, he said, oh, I've got wars have got ears. He doesn't want the people in the room with him to hear it. So he, they turn on this radio, which plays this loud, like, background. No, noise. we missed a scene, of course. All right. Um, Wouldn't be the Asian then, action cast without it. <laughs> yes. Sorry. To make the context, um, the next day, uh, Aspirin and Strepsil are in their apartment and he wakes up and gets a newspaper. Ah, yes. And in the newspaper, he opens it up to realise that the Richard guy was dead. Yes. And so, oh, we've got a dead guy's um, passport. We better not. You know, sell they're that because they'll yeah. connect it to us. So they go, oh, but Panadol's already um, offloaded it. What do we do? What do we do? Let's go ask the boss. So then they head over to him. So when they're in there, they're asking Samo, "This is what happened. What do we do? You know, the passport." And he goes, oh, "You know what you should do? Dob in the guy uh, that's uh, got the passport. Yeah, and they'll in. arrest him for having the passport." Also, there's an important bit we also missed when he when um, Panadol is working on the on the um, the forgery of the passport. He cuts a photo out, yes, and sticks it on his. He's, got, he's wearing <laughs> the, his helmet the, with the like photo a light on it. from the yeah the passport photo. But it's and got the microfilm. For some reason, the microfilm was behind the photo. <laughs> it's stuck on the back of the photo, but he's put it on his lens. hasn't seen it. hasn't seen it. Swaps a photo and then sells off the the old passport. So yeah. the passport's been given away, but the microfilm is still, still in Panadol's still house. in his posi- possession. Yes, this yes. movie's pretty. Uh, Frenetic, so I mean, so, yeah, we're, we're missing those little plot points. Um, What's so, the plot point? <laughs> yeah. so the next thing we've got the um, Panadol calling the police headquarters and telling him, "Oh yeah, he's at the airport now. He's going to use the passport." Well, hang on, hang on. What was the actual call? What was the tiffin? Anyone uh, remember? He says, "I'm going to make a call. I've got to stab someone in the back." And then he rings the police. Yeah, what does he say? Do you remember what he says? Because oh. it was quite funny. It wasn't like. He's at the airport. Bye bye. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, the, how you end a really phone call? Yeah, bye bye. Bye bye. It was like, what? Who? When? <laughs> Where? That was the kind of thing, and it was followed up um, at at the at the scene at the police station. He said, "Oh, and um, Richard's partner, because apparently he happened to work for Scotland Yard or whatever, is." coming in to work the case because we think he had secret intelligence because he's working for British Intelligence Services or something. Oh, so, okay. so he might not have been dirty. So, so Cynthia's obviously on the way over and that may be how Madam knew him. Yeah. British Intelligence. Who knows? So... This tip-off comes through and they tell Michelle Yeo and she picks up the phone and he's like, bye-bye. And like, it's very quick. Yeah, yeah, it was very quick. So it's like, what information could she possibly have got from that? But then she proceeds to the airport and asks... To the airport. Cuts in the line. Cuts, <laughs> cuts in line to the front, CID, and he goes, blah, 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 passport number, da, da, da. Where is he? Oh, yes, he's just checked in. Okay, thanks. This Walks off. Awesome it's like, 80s computer was so what? Fast. Impossible. There's no way that a computer... Which flight? Who? Where? Who You go knows? to the airline now it's and a, they can't an check airport. it that fast. And they're using an IBM 2. <laughs> <laughs> It was less complicated back then. There was no, there was no cloud. There was no kids then, on phone uh, draining the draining the internet. So we cut across, and she instantly finds him in the line. Are <laughs> so you looking dodgy weird as hell? Ass dodgy looking guy. He's yeah. got the biggest. You describe him, Sam. Well, I think uh, Christian, you said he looked kind of Russian. He, he looks like Ivan. It looks like a slim down Ivan Drago, an Asian inspired Ivan Drago from Rocky Four. Like, 2000s fit Ivan Drago. Well, Ivan Drago was 2000s fit anyway. 
But oh, this it, guy that was, was Dolph Lundgren, man. He he yeah. he gets he, he just every year defies classification. He, yeah, he can't be classified. That's just like we shouldn't even. Be, well, I think we have to pay something to mention his name, don't we? It's, <laughs> it's, it's, I looked him up. He is Chinese. It's like Lin Wei or something. Lin Wei, because he was yeah. speaking Cantonese from yeah. his lip movements. Yeah, yeah. They called him Jap and everything. Yeah, <laughs> that's the English translation. But he's but, got. You can tell he's he's ripped and ready to go because he's just got. Even just he's wearing like. He's, I think he's got like a singlet or a, a sleeveless top underneath a jacket. But just by looking at his neck and and what you can see, he, he, he can parachute pants fit. on as well, didn't he? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, definitely two thousand fit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for shizzle. Oh, um, <laughs> and he's wearing like military pants and I love that his passport photo because you don't see his face first you see his passport photo and it's just him with this wide-eyed crazy look did on purpose and he's wearing glasses and they're like take your glasses off so he takes them off oh. and he's got this wide-eyed crazy look <laughs> I hope that was an actual joke because it was pretty yeah, funny. crazy it was funny. criminal yeah. like when my cat gets excited his eyes get really big <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that was his blue steel so <laughs> that was his blue steel uh, so I the, hope I'm saying that right. So Michelle goes, "You're under arrest." Yeah. So what does he do? Shoves her away and starts running. Yeah, some great like kicks. I love it when somebody like gets out of when somebody wants to evade capture. They do like a side kick right into somebody's ribs, and he kicks Michelle Yeoh out the way. And then all these cops come and he just runs and jumps on the top of them. And he like runs in. He jumps through a window. I think to get out and then he finds these two co- uh, costume policemen and he actually jumps with his arms out and he just crushes them. This whole scene is great. There's a lot of glass breaking and jumping and the entire airport can't hold this one guy back. Yeah. Talk about bungling. Yeah. Well, there's cops there was everywhere. a few kicks in there though from Michelle. Did yeah. kick him quite a few times. With yeah. Some, there's some a great snaps. scene where a cop leaps at him. Uh, I think one yeah. or two <laughs> cops leap at him and they always manage to do ducks. this massive like Mexican style palancha and they just can't they he used to like move three centimeters to the left and then just go flying, <laughs> you know. Ah! They, jump, they jump, grab air, and they reach nothing. Just off screen forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah does, is it where he gets kicked down the stairs? Uh, no. Oh yeah, yeah. He comes across um, to the baggage carousel and he grabs a woman from behind with this big chain that he has and goes, "If you come near me, I'm going to strangle her." But then we cut to her face and it's Cynthia Rothrock. Yeah, Cynthia Rothrock wearing this big shoulder padded plaid suit, skirt. The eighties have arrived with a cut up to her panty line. Yeah, on both, on both sides. Slits. Yeah, she's essentially wearing two banners for a skirt. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was either going to be her or he was going to run and she was going like, to jump kick through the other side of the airport and kick. Her. <laughs> but uh, what's the first move she does? She split kicks, kicks. split kicks him in the head. Yeah, like with the opposite leg, the opposite leg up past the shoulder, hit kicks him in the face. And, and he uh, falls backwards. Yeah, and you see a lot of she, Cynthia leg. Then she, yeah, she spins, does a... I think she does a, a press off the wall and spin kicks him to the head. Yeah. Every kick she does is designed to show off as much Cynthia leg as possible. <laughs> and this it is, is now my new screensaver. Thank you very much, Cynthia. <laughs> I, um, the, check, the check is in the mail. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a man. It's not Mars that are doing... Some of it is Mars. It's not... <laughs> mostly it's not a man because a few of the kicks when she does, it's her, it's her hair, you can see her face. Um, especially the ones where her split is going right up to her butt. I think. I think when it comes to, to Cynthia, right, right, her when it comes to her kicking and punching and all that, it's her. It's her falls and spinning stunt work that that I think is Mars. Is Mars? Yeah, yeah, the <laughs> ones where somebody's getting hurt, or maybe Venus. Um, could be Pluto. Venus. Yeah. Cynthia's like, ooh, that looks painful. Mars. <laughs> <laughs> so Cynthia Rothrock, who I think actually does karate. So um, a lot of her actual like long kicks, high kicks, and that are, uh, are kind of like more taekwondo-y. Um, karate is usually below the belt, um, below the waist. Sorry, not below the belt. That's different. 
Uh, but but she's very showy. She's very flashy with her martial arts, and she can clearly do the splits. Mm. So. so she kicks his ass, and uh, they arrest him, take him back to uh, the the jail, and uh, and then we get into the messy introductions with ho ho oh who are you? Uh, and they they do the same joke that they do in a bubble door, where the two cops are talking in Canto, thinking that she doesn't understand him. And calling her third ra- third class ugly or something. Yeah, yeah, like she's they, not they that attractive. They talk some shit about her. And she's like, I can understand you. Class they do the same thing yeah, they yeah. did with um, Chow Young Fat. You know, in, in um, God of Gamblers too. I was like, yeah, he's this guy. He's a little bit chubby. And then they, and they with the Cynthia Rose, oh, she's uh, she's a little bit, you know, she's a bit chubby. And it's like something about you know taking the piss out of the main stars by calling them chubby. And then no, she just I'll... proves she only proves that she can speak Chinese by saying what doje. Um, I'm going to go around China and just go, do it, The reason I mentioned it, because Richard, you didn't see it, but above the law, they have the exact same joke in I, the I watched Above the Law. Did you? Yeah. Did Steven Seagal's Above the Law. Yeah. Right? <laughs> what? Did you recall that exact same joke with Cynthia? Yeah. yeah. He was on his phone at the time. Uh, or asleep, one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. I'm probably on the toilet. So the important thing here is that they've introduced Michelle Yeoh and Cynthia Rothrock together. And, and they don't like each other. They don't like each other at all. At no. all. It's like they've just met, they've butted heads. I don't like your style. I don't like your style. You're you look- impatient. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I get shit done. No, you don't. We yeah. do. Yeah, they're trying to interrogate him and she's being all nice and she's like, that's not working. Yeah. Ten se- that's, that's taking too long. 10 second rule. He hasn't <laughs> confessed. Let me try him. Bring him into the darkest cell in the police station. <laughs> the police station. There's no light whatsoever. Sit him down, take the handcuffs off. <laughs> this is a great joke. She gives... Gives him a cigarette. Yeah, you do it, Mike. She gives him a cigarette and lights up the cigarette. And uh, he's saying, oh, you're just going to beat me up. And I think she said something like, oh, if I was going to beat you up, you'd, you'd feel it or, or something stupid. I can't remember. She's like, you're no match for me. You're no match I already for me. Beat there's, you no, up once. there's no point in that. Yeah. And, uh, and so he's, he's sitting there on the cigarette and then she just grabs it and slams it on his she face. She smushes it up against his, his cheek. Face. And then she pulls her own hand away and realizes she burned her own hand yeah. and she's like rubbing it. I'm behind her back behind so it's not to show weakness. So to show but there's a, the, the burn mark is like that of like, you know, like third degree, like house fire burn. Man, Ever I... changing I, though, I'll note from the makeup and different yeah. shots. I just want to say that I have put a cigarette out on my hand before just to be cool and it hurts like hell. <laughs> <laughs> it was not cool. And I did have serious, serious burn marks on my hand. You need Cynthia Rothrock training to withstand the pain. Yeah, because she's hardcore. Yeah. Oh, Rachel, tell us who the chief of police is in this movie. Who was the chief of police again? Is it Melvin Wong? Yes. The mustache guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is somebody, a 90s fit. else told this. I don't know. 90s fit Melvin Must- Wong. Mustache guy. The Monopoly yeah. guy's in this? What? <laughs> yeah. no? not, not as fit as in Above the Law, but he's still pretty fit. He's got a cool ass mustache. Melvin Wong. He was probably in training before this. Um, he he yeah. plays this cop character a lot in about three or four different he movies. He looks like a cop, There's a I lot guess. of guys who keep playing cops in the 80s and 90s with yeah. like cop yeah. dramas. You know what, though? Corey Yoon probably shot this and Above the Law at the same time. <laughs> so <laughs> he's two you, films. You know, he's one. like, I want you to play a cop character. I want to branch out and be more diverse. Wait, you're paying me how much? Ding, 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 ding. 
Melvin Wong keeps his clothes on in this, so he doesn't get down to a singlet, so you can't see his guns. <laughs> so I really can't classify him, but from his outfit and his clothes, I'm going to go 90s fit. This is what I love. Like You seem really down about like that. Care. Cynthia Rothwell is actually showing some leg, and you're like, well, this is interesting, but this guy doesn't get his shirt off, and you're like, ugh. I it's have disappointing. a theory that, that all the cop dramas they only go up to about 97 because of the influence of the British. Oh, okay. And afterwards, it's just everyone for themselves. Yeah, because China doesn't like their cops portrayed on TV. You never see Chinese cops on TV after China takes over. You don't? I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just made that up. China, don't come after me. I'm helping you out by fighting Donnie Yen. Um, where are we up to? Um, Cynthia Rothrock. So she uh, doesn't get anything out of the beat-up confession and uh, they feign like they're taking him to the hospital. And uh, Michelle Yeoh's plan, secret plan is to let him go on the way to the hospital. and then Which is a good plan. Back. It's a good plan. Because uh, they keep mentioning, oh, the passport guy sold you out. Passport guy sold you out. So, of course, what does he do? He, es- he escapes and runs straight to the passport guy and they follow him. Yeah. This, Which, sorry, go on. This, this next scene where um, um, Asian Drago comes after... Um, <laughs> Drago. Uh, uh, nice, I'll pay that. <laughs> comes after uh, Panadol is actually a really... It reminds me a lot of Rumble in the Bronx. Um, there's a lot of uh, Panadol, like, Dodging, jumping, spinning around. So we, we set the scene first. He's making his noodles by the open window. Who has their windows open? In, well, it's hot. <laughs> in his defense, he is like 20 stories up. Because people fell from the death from that window. But Asian Drago seems to be able to climb it like Spider-Man. And uh, reaches through the window and gets pulled in. He goes to grab him, but what happens is he, he pushes him away and then goes to throw the hot water with the noodles at him. He ducks that, jumps in, and then we have um, shenanigans, which is the base point. He, he, shenanigans. Panadol uses his entire apartment against this guy. Like He's got moving walls. He's got, he's got tables on, on wheels. He's excited. He's, he dropped the mic. I, I really did. And he just like – he turns – like obviously, he can't fight this guy physically, but he uses his brains and he's – Jumping up on things. He even gets a bit cocky at one stage, jumps up on his bunk like, bed. He goes... It's stupid. Um, the, what is it? Like a cage kind of thing where he's got all of his forgery equipment on and... Uh, they're movable. Yeah, they're movable it's walls. Mario, one of the Mario Brothers, the later Mario Brothers games and the, the fence spins around and you climb on the other side of the wall. Yeah. It's like that. They're like gratings. He's like locks him against the wall and goes one way and then he comes across and then he crawls through a crawl space underneath the door. There's actually a, a thing on the internet and this is something I've just made up so it's true. Um, the, you know how if you sync up um, Dark of the Moon to Wizard of Oz? Dark if you of actually, the Moon. Yeah. Dark Side of the Moon. That's what I just said, didn't I? Anyway, if you, sync, if you watch Transformers Dark of the Moon <laughs> and, and listen to Pink Floyd at the same time, <laughs> it's a bad experience. <laughs> if you actually put the Mario music on while this scene is on, it actually syncs up beautifully. Money. I dare you anyone to try it. That'll or, be amazing. Or the Benny Hill music. It's actually a very cool scene and it must have taken a few takes. There was a really cool bit where I think Chewy Hark jumps on top of a bunk bed and when, we'll call him Asian Drago now, thank you. Uh, when Asian Drago jumps over, he pushes the bed over and the bed like, rolls over to the exit and he's, he goes through the, the, the top, top part of his door. Half of the exit. Yeah. Um, which is profound. And yeah, like physically they're no match because uh, Asian Drago is massive and Chewy Hark looks like you'd see if he ate a Tic Tac. <laughs> he's just like tiny, <laughs> tiny guy. But he does manage to escape though. 
Oh, wait, he no, jump, no. He, jumps, he doesn't. He jumps back out, out through a window. That's right. <laughs> um, right, and he does. they do the, the three shot as he jumps from one side of the building to another and grabs onto some pipe. Good stunt, because he jumps from one one apartment block to the other apartment block through the window. Yep. So it's a pretty good stunt. Of course, um, Asian Drago sees this through the window and uh, heads to the rooftops because yeah. he's obviously got to climb up, not down. Yeah. So yeah. He, he runs from one building to the other and gets to the top in a matter of seconds. Yes, right. And so he, he, he um, Panadol was trying to climb up. Agent Drago's grabbed him, basically is stopping him from falling. And he's like... Did he have a gun at this point? No, 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 no neither of them have a gun. It's uh, Michelle Yeoh who shows up later with a gun. No, no, it's Cynthia. Cynthia rocks so, up. So the, oh, police, yeah. the policemen who were downstairs who were following Asian Drago have already called for... Um, well, we thought it was Michelle, but Cynthia rocks up. And uh, Cynthia she, rocks she up. immediately looks up. Get it? Cynthia Roth rocks up. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> she immediately looks up, up where the other cops hadn't and sees what's going on and uh, proceeds to walk up the stairs in a casual manner. Yes. Also, I think we have to come back to the scene where he throws the noodles out of the window. Someone was downstairs uh, on the floor, on the ground, would have copped those noodles in the face. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Hail to the stunt, man. <laughs> <laughs> noodles. So Cynthia's up the top and you get freeze, pulls, pulls out gun a gun. Out. And she's like, if you, don't, if you don't bring him up here, I'm going to shoot. <laughs> and he's like, you won't shoot me. And she, they just, you know, just bang. That's she, it. She <laughs> shoots him in the chest, thus murdering him unprovoked. <laughs> and, uh, of course, so he lets Panadol go. So Panadol falls, only to be tangled up in some random ropes that happen to be hanging there. Yes. Uh, around his neck like a noose. Yes. And <laughs> she's like, stop whinging. You're like two feet from the, from the ground. And he's like, bah, 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 and so what does she neck. do? So she shoots the rope. Of course. I get the feeling like if she wanted to change handles on a TV, she'd just shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> she seems so like, Gun man, happy. she just shot this guy, you know, this suspect for not really doing anything. You know, she, she, every time she shoots the gun, she'd just say roadhouse. <laughs> roadhouse. roadhouse. Yeah. So I, I don't know. She's so crazy. So they're back, back at the police headquarters and he's got the, the telltale neck rope yes. thing on his, uh, on his neck. Rope booms. Um, and she decides to press him, press him for the, the Is name. Is it Michelle Yeoh that he... That no, she tries it first yeah. and does all the bad cop stuff on him and uh, and he, she gets nowhere and uh, then Michelle Yeoh takes over and starts questioning him in a, a nice way mm. and brings out the photos of the bad guys and uh, she happens to notice that his eyes hang over his two friends, Aspirin and uh, Strepsil, on a, a sheet so she immediately knows, oh, they're the guys that gave him the passport. So uh, she uh, throws him out, basically, because he's realised that she's seen through it and uh, then she puts out an APB on those two. Yeah. Because she has a flashback of um, seeing him walk out the, 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 the hotel yeah, the door. Guy, yeah, she recognised. She, recognized. she what recognized. Mike's trying to say is Cynthia Rothrock is impatient. Impatient. I don't, I, Michelle Yu is kind and caring. Kind and caring. <laughs> she's the good cop. Yeah. It's good cop, bad cop. And then it just gets to bad, bad cop <laughs> at the end. And all um, the criminals are looking at Michelle. You're going, for Chinese listeners out there, it means you're pretty, <laughs> pretty beautiful. And know. then we come to our first... Okay, let's move on. Our they first... the, the, is this where we go to the billiards hall? And no, no, no. This is where we get our first glimpse. If Stop interrupting. Terrible, terrible fight, habit. Fight, fight, fight. <laughs> come on, pat it off. I can get it rid of it. <laughs> they meet the, the big boss, the evil dude. Oh, Mr. Tin. Oh, Tim. that's right. Mr. Tin. You're welcome, by the way. Shit. Someone paid attention. Insert Mr. super Tim. laugh cut. 
in here. Yeah. Ah, 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 oh, man. Ah, Played by David Chang in probably the most fun he's had in probably a decade. <laughs> Every time. He's decade? wearing yeah, a Chang. white singlet with a David see-through Chang. shirt and is just pimping the hell out of it. It's a horrible see-through shirt and he's wearing a singlet underneath and it's but gross. But he makes that, he makes that look almost as good as Sonny Chiba did that safari <laughs> And he suit. does that, that whole turn on the chair. Oh, that's oh. right. Because the shot's from behind the chair, isn't it? And then he spins around. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got like a stained glass window and plants everywhere. It's fucking awesome. It's horrible gold rimmed glasses. And his some, apartment some is designed love. for a Hong Kong action movie. It really is. No. <laughs> Real like old it's old not, style pipe with like the bend in it and stuff. It's not David Chang. It's is it like not? James Teen James Tian or something like that. Oh, it's not David Chang? No, it's not. Oh. Just we know our shit. Oh. Sorry. Please, thank you. Because someone will. <laughs> <laughs> no one listens Look, to whoever it was, whenever they played it. Has he been in much other stuff, you know? I don't know. It's just as a giant list of like Shaw Brothers things. Wow, which heaps. he probably just laughs in. He was in The Big Boss, well. wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, was he? Was he in The Big Boss? I'm pretty yes. sure he was. Yeah, Big he was supposed to be the main... Fist of Fury? Yeah, he was supposed to be the main character in, in Big Boss. And then they were like, nah, Bruce Lee's way better. <laughs> hey, we're looking at Love HK film. Please tell me what his description is on, of him. Over the top laughing bad guy. Because <laughs> he laughs. A lot. He gets a lot of it in here. And he even describes why he laughs in it. You know what? He does in this film. No, if I can get a description anywhere on the internet with over the top in it, I think I'll be set. That's my goal from now on. Yeah. I don't care how fit I am. Is it a career in movies for you? I, I could. De- I'm, I'm hamming it up right now. I should be on the ads. Where's my ad? A funny piece of yeah, trivia for you. The lone movie called Over the Top. I was just going to say that <laughs> just then. Piece of trivia. Over the Top arm wrestling film with Sylvester Stallone, uh, which is fitting because we have Asian Drago in this film. <laughs> um, so this is what, what do they actually establish do they introduce Borat in this bit no this Borat. is this is where um, Dick is uh, explaining that he's going to find the guys with the microfilm oh okay yeah so, I thought they did introduce the knife guy who's played by I think Chung Fat no he's in the next scene he's in the next scene oh. no, not the next, the next scene after the that next, but the next time they come next back next time the they come back to the boss oh yeah. okay alright well I'll introduce Borat later <laughs> Asian Borat so then we cut to the billiard hall where uh, Discount Ewan is... Uh, Discount Ewan, yeah. <laughs> Aspirin and... Uh, fuck, Elka Seltzer. Uh, Aspirin and... <laughs> Strepsil. No, Strepsil. So you got it wrong too, Scott. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's playing some... Between the pool shark, basically. Yeah. Which, yeah you don't see the pool shark's face, though. You see he's in like this tuxedo with like... He's wearing like a, a waistcoat, no jacket. But the light that hangs over the pool table is covering his face. They're like, all right, we'll, we'll put a bet out of, what is it, 14,000 yen or some, something? I think it's per per shot per or per shot ball or sunk or something, yeah. So he goes, oh, I'll, I'll be polite and I'll do the first one. So he takes his shot and doesn't sink anything and the guy comes up. And uh, Strepsil's actually at the bar just sort of chilling out and he looks over to TV and sees the guy who um, Panadol was, oh, sorry, who um, Aspirin. Aspirin is playing is actually on the TV as a world champion billiards player. And it's just cleaning up. And then you just have this montage of um, whoever this guy is. Just, sink, 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 yeah, sink. Just yeah. ding, 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 ding. And he does this really cool thing at the end where he's at the last ball and he just looks up at Aspirin and gives this really weird, almost like, it's supposed to be a cocky grin, like I've just, you know, I've just hustled you, but it just comes off as like a creepy, like, you know, do you want to come to my van, little boy grin? <laughs> And he's the just, definition he, of shit-eating grin. Yeah. <laughs> he does like a Yan Can Cook no-look sink. <laughs> it pots a ball and it's like, okay. Okay, that'd be 147,000 because somehow it calculates to that. 
I don't know why a billiards champion needs a gang because he's just, you know, he's the boss by himself. But obviously, they keep coming back to this thing. So maybe he's a big deal in Hong Kong mm. or something at that time. Well, well I, I don't. I don't think you're making. You're not rolling in the money being a billiards champion. Billiards really. champion. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think they're one of the most well played, well paid. You know, like in in the UK anyway, uh, billiards and darts and that. Because it's not huge. poker. Hmm? Poker these days. Poker. I don't know. Poker. I don't, I don't even know her. <laughs> oh. Liquor out the front, oh. poker in the rear. Oh, <laughs> even worse. How are these jokes working out? Yes. Yeah, no, okay. All right, let's move on. Uh, so we've got Aspirin and Strepsil who are now kind of saying, nah, we can't afford to pay that. Uh, so uh, then Dick bursts in. Well, I'm they're trying to. Aspirin and Strepsil. Yeah, that's when the. the, the Pool players Is this when lackey. they go Go to the chemist The, the stupid joke When he yeah. asks for it yeah. <laughs> yeah He walks in and goes I'm looking for Aspirin <laughs> Because they're just about To get, get the kick the, shit out of them The kick so. shit out of them There you go And Dick goes He's not going to take any shit So he just slaps um, One of them And then they all like The gang's up And everyone's fighting everybody And this is where Dick Just comes in and just like You know They move to the bathroom At some point No that, that's no. That's the later scene that's Yeah that's later. later That's okay. with uh, Yeah, yeah all That's in the gay club yeah, well, I don't think it's a gay club. It had Chun Lee, it can't be that gay. Yeah. Any, Dick in a gay club? Any, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Um, in the billiard scene, though, did you notice like there were a lot of the bad guys had the same like black tank top with like pink outlines? They're on a gang. No. Yeah, well, I guess that's that's the gang, gang colors. I don't know. It's the yeah, Flamingo Mike, gang. You just saw the same guy a lot. Yeah, probably. With the T Birds. Where the hell Satan's out of Bakersfield? So they had a. a a few nice like hits and encounters and things as they're going in, and obviously Aspirin and, and Strips will sneak out the side door, only to uh, be confronted because Dick's got his motorbike, yeah. and his uh, patented Marlboro helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> like he comes out of nowhere, straight off this ramp that was in yeah, the middle of the road. Why was the ramp there? Why did you show the ramp on camera? It's just a crate. It was just lying there. <laughs> yeah, in the middle of the road. Like yeah, just just. Just it's like he come off me. screen and is like, oh shit! It's like you see him drive up the ramp. Yeah. Mm. So they uh, jump over a fence. So obviously he knocks the fence down and then drives after them. And then they it just happens to be drums there. <laughs> yeah. So they pull them in the way and, and they're empty. They run around the corner and they do the old hide in the shadow of the um, building while he drives past them. And they're, oh, phew! Let's go inside. And then they go into this club. And I don't know. I, I it gathered to me a bit of a gay club. But uh, yeah, I didn't get that vibe. But I got it was an eighties, uh, typical eighties club. They go in and, and um, Cynthia and Cin- Michelle. Cynthia and Michelle are in there, um, shaking ask, down the the club owner, yeah. asking after those two. But he says, "Have you seen these two guys?" He goes, "No, I don't even like guys." Yeah, <laughs> and she says, "You're very rude." And I then, thought like, he was just it, being a smart ass. <laughs> I don't also, know. in this club, there's a like a fucking a coffee van in there or something. A coffee like van, like a food van Are inside the sure? club. Damn, I don't food even remember cart. umbrellas food and cart. nautical things or something. Yeah. Yeah. Hipster before their time, man. <laughs> and anyway, so he's like, they go ever since I haven't seen, and they walk past. And he goes, oh wait, they're over there, and they're like, aha, they just walked in the door. Yeah, and so the those two get together and have a brainstorm. They go like, let's not oh, go to them let, just let's yet. Let's just watch, and then Dick comes in, and. Uh, Grabs one of them by the hand and then sticks a knife into the back of the other one to That's like correct. hold him there. And goes, yeah, the classic hand uh, knife move. There yeah. is the microfilm. So they go, let's go to the toilets. So three, they go in the toilet and Dick just says, get the fire out to everyone else in there. I don't care if you finish peeing, get out. They're all dressed in like fluoro overalls. Oh, these yeah, guys it, are in this there. was the 80s incognito. It was great. Like, 
I go to clubs now and I see that. I yeah. get excited when I see the bathroom because it means glass is going to shatter. <laughs> <laughs> You're dark. <laughs> so he's shaking them down and, and Cynthia and uh, Michelle are at the door listening in a little bit and then they decide to burst in. But they kick, they kick it open. They kick they it open. Both. Yeah. <laughs> Synchronised. Sidekick. I love how the, whenever they're getting ready for a fight, it's the two of them like side by side. Like the noise. Huh. Yeah. They even do a high five at one point. <laughs> like Bimmy and Jimmy. So they start start fighting Dick, and uh, oh, there's one the the best scene in this one is when uh, Cynthia is kicking him, and she gets flipped over, and her back half comes down on the uh, basin. But the cut of the scene, it's obviously a stuntman, and they cut to like this fatter stuntman yeah. with black hair gets <laughs> slammed on the the couch. Every time they slow it down, you can clearly see there's the stuntman. So it's like it's defeats like, the purpose. Like, yeah, why did you slow it down? To the <laughs> and there's like no blonde wig or anything. Yeah, just well, black hair. Yeah. The girls are doing a pretty good job of slapping dick around in the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you went there. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Dick, I think he's, he's kind of not winning, but he's not losing. It's kind of evenly matched um, because it's two girls. It's a closed space, but it does give a chance for um, aspirin and... What's his Strepsil. Strepsil, Jesus. To climb out the window. Yeah, for them to get out the window. Um, and then uh, Dick manages to escape, doesn't he? He, he notices I, that they've gone, so he bugs out as well. I, I really don't think Dick wants to fight in this. I think he's just... He's just he, he's distracted. He just he doesn't seem... He wants the microfit. Yeah, yeah. He, he, it doesn't, like, he just doesn't care anymore. He's like, well, I don't really want to fight you. I'm just doing it because, you know... He should have brought a gun then to finish the job. What's he doing on walking around without a gun? Well, he couldn't find an apple. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so this at this point, Aspirin and Steps will go back to their apartment and they have a think about it and then they realise they tie it all back to the passport and go, oh, there must be something about that passport and then let's go speak to Panadol because uh, they realise that he's dobbed them in. To, so they, they go back to their apartment. They're scared. They're like, oh, "We're gonna get. We're gonna do. We're gonna do." So they they put couches up against the doors and they do this and like. Uh, Aspirin sits down next to a piano and puts his hand his hand on the piano because he's just exhausted. And the scare and the noise scares strips off so much. That's she's a good like, gag. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not panicked. I'm not panicked. You're panicked. You're panicked. So that it, they get it in their head that the only way they can sort of get out of this is to get arrested. So they head down to the police station. Oh, this is a terrible sequence. <laughs> Somebody oh, else take it. Could have cut a few of these out. It's terrible. So anyway, forget about this uh, cop sequence. <laughs> and then Strepsil and Aspirin end up back at Panadol's apartment. And they know that there's a, there's a passport. They're trying to find it. So Panadol's like, there's nothing here. I don't know what you're talking about. And they have a, like a little argument. That stupid now freaking ask, drama music ask, comes yeah, up. Who did again? you get the passport to? Whose passport? Blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And then uh, throughout them all, we notice that uh, he's wearing the same goggles that had the picture stuck to him with the microfilm on the back. And at some point, um, the picture falls away and the microfilm's still stuck to his goggles with a light on it and it shines on the wall and this they all is, see the microfilm. As they're leaving because he's like, I don't want to be your friends anymore if you don't trust me. Get out. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. All right. Oh. Yeah. Here. There's a microfilm. What's that say? Oh, look, I instantly translated it and know what it is. Oh, it's something about forgery, Mr. Tin. Yep. <laughs> Done. Well, so they realize that this, this forged microfilm could be worth lots of money to them. But Strepsil is like, we should just give it Just in. give it to the cops. Just give it to the cops. Yeah, we don't they're need too this much trouble. Yeah. Because they're not going to pay us. They're, yeah. Yeah. Us. But that's when aspirin and Panadol kind of like 
decide, no, we're going to keep this for ourselves. They're nodding and winking and being like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they do the old, you know, pass around who has the microfilm and give Strepsil a fake microfilm to give to the police. Yeah, they say, you should give it to the police. And so Strepsil thinks he actually has the genuine film and that's when he hands it into the the two girl cops. Um, But mind you, the other two are like, okay, well, we're going to actually... We're gonna this was the while they're doing this, we cut scene to boss guy and um and Dick's like reporting back to him, and that's the point where we see Mustache Man. Oh Mustache Borat. Uh what's his name? Mad Dog. Chung Fat. Yeah, Mad Dog. Who has I think his name's actually Chung Fat. Um he's got this terrible, terrible bushy mustache and terrible, terrible bushy eyebrows. Wearing like a military uniform? It's a it's a US um US <laughs> military uniform and I just want to point out in every scene that he's in, three unique and endangered caterpillars died for his facial props. <laughs> when Sam says terrible, he means glorious. <laughs> glorious. Wonderful. Wonderful. Is his name Chung Fat? Is yeah, he on there? Yeah. Yeah. It is. Uh, and yeah, he's, he's like this guy in military fatigues and he's, got, he's the master of knives, I guess, because he's always got knives. He looks terrible. He's crazy. I mean, amazing. He's crazy. Crazy. Doing a he's mess mad dog. Him. He's mad dog. And he, and he, he really he just wants to stab. Everybody, like anyone speaks to the boss wrong, he's just like, right, that's it, gets his knife out and he just wants to just go to town on somebody with this knife. And like the boss is like, no, no, stand down, stand down. It's your trigger finger, but it's a knife. (laughs) He's clearly one of the bosses that you need to beat to get to the top boss. Him and Dick Way. (laughs) He's a second level boss. He's a second level boss. Um, So those are the the, the two bad guys and there's there's Tin. So Cynthia Rothrock and Michelle Yeoh have now got the microfilm that they think is genuine from Strepsil. So they go to arrest Mr. Tin. Yeah. They grab him and Tin's Tin's pretty cocky even before he gets the phone call. He's having a meeting, right? Yeah, he's having a bad guy meeting. <laughs> we, missed, we missed out the, uh, the first thing when we introduced him where he actually spins around in his chair. Yeah, no, we talked to him. We, we oh, yeah. didn't talk about that. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. You, know, if oh. I had, <laughs> you see, if I had said that, all of you would have said, we just talked about but that. But that was like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> but we just talked about it. 20 minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we will insert the, the supercar. So you better come to the police station with us, Mr. Tin. Yes. So he comes down to the police well, station. Well, he gets a phone call, though. Take he gets me. a phone call. Before they take him away, he gets a phone call from Panadol. Asp- from Asp- oh, Panadol. Yeah, who says that uh, the microfilm that the cops have got is fake. You know, like. You'll get more instructions. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> He's very quick on the phone, that Panadol. Yeah. Tell me how many times you get arrested. Like, I'm just going to take this call. Phone calls are expensive. <laughs> they pay by the minute. <laughs> so that's why Tin's so cocky. He gets arrested. He's like, if this is fake, I'm going to sue you, cops. So for some reason, his lawyer's already at the police station <laughs> talking to uh, Chief Inspector Wong. Yeah, Melvin uh, Wong. Wrongful arrest. A 90s fit Melvin Wong. And, and uh, so the, the girls rock up and uh, Inspector Wong's going, what are you doing? You don't arrest people without telling me first. And the microfilm was fake. Yes. And they're like, let him go. So they have to unshackle him. And Mr. Tin's uh, having a good old time with it. And uh, the lawyer's going, we're going to sue you. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. We don't, um, don't mess with the ladies. And then uh, I think... But the, the, lawyer, the lawyer gets there and he just, he just rifles up. What are you doing out of the kitchen? Get back in there. You know, he's <laughs> just rolling. like ber- ber- berating them. I'm going to say belittle. Belittling and berating them. They were both yes. belittling, belittling them <laughs> in uh, their own way, weren't they? Uh, the boss was more... Tin was being more like condescending. Because like, yeah, they're ladies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's like, you know... Rah, 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 I'm not. But the other guy was like... He was just like, no, get back in the kitchen. You, you know, you're, you're not a man. You should, you know, 
Get back and make my dinner. So they uh, exit stage right and uh, Inspector <laughs> Wong has, uh, has it out with the girls saying, what are you doing? You get us in, you get us in trouble and sued. And then Michelle Yu slams down her badge and her gun. Don't tell me what to do. But the I'll thing is, his, his suspension is here's some tickets. Here's some plane tickets. Yeah, go on a holiday. Yeah, go on a holiday. Yeah. Michelle just tears them up with like really angry eyes. And cool music. Yes. <laughs> That's how I want to reside from my job. What, tear, tear <laughs> up your tickets? <laughs> yes. Just tear up something. Put my gun down. <laughs> this is your final paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need this money. Actually, I do. <laughs> Shit, Please stick it down. <laughs> I have cash. Here's some coins. I can't root them up. So uh, she walks out. Their guns down. Cynthia Rockrock does the same thing. And immediately, they both change outfits. It's, next, she, it's the next scene So the next have scene. To have they have to have Different outfits Different outfits Michelle drives in a car Reverses it out Stops Because Cynthia comes down the stairs She's in this Dark blue electric suit Yeah It's like or a onesie Electric boogaloo I don't know if it's a one piece suit It's like a Yeah like Almost like Like an overall type thing But without She was the, wearing overalls before <laughs> Like she was same So green stupid ones. Michelle yeah. Yeo is wearing green, but they're not overalls. They look like a, like a, white, like look a, like a shopping suit, bag a that you stretched suit. out. Come on. <laughs> she looked like Luigi. She did. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she did. And wearing like a white polo top with white shoes. It's the bad bitch outfit. Is it? Like, she's like, drives up and goes to Cynthia, get him, bitch. <laughs> I always think with stuff like that, how does she go to the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> I've also thought about them. They got a suits. flap. That's it's why I flap. don't buy them. Yeah, butt flap. totally un- <laughs> Butt flap. So like, she said, they sort of do this Asian thing with Chinese it. Chinese invention, butt flap. <laughs> yeah, butt flap. <laughs> Just cut a hole in the kid's yeah. ass. Uh, not in the ass. In the ass. I've you seen them as like safe time. So they have a, a, a girly moment where they stare into each other's eyes lovingly and uh, Cynthia jumps in the car and they take off. That, see, she's not looking at it and Michelle just goes, does the whole head flick and goes, come on, get in. It's pretty badass. <laughs> and Cynthia looks so happy. Yeah, team up. <laughs> team up. We need to do a high now five we're all or going a fist bad. bump there. That would have been cooler. This is where they become bad, bad cops. Yeah, because they're no longer on the payroll. You know why? Because they're above the law. They're above the law. Beat you to it. Damn it. Because <laughs> really, Melvin Wong, as soon as they put the uh, the badges down and they said, we'll take care of this ourselves, you're under arrest. <laughs> you're no, no longer cops. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Aspirin and Panadol uh, decide to hatch their plot. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Aspirin shows up at uh, Mr. Tin's house uh, in a very... Dapper kind of suit. suit, acting cocky as fuck. Like they're both leaning back on chairs and kind of moving forward with cigars and pipes and talking shit about each other. It's great. They're talking in bad guy euphemisms. Like if the tiger touches his tail, he might get bitten. Oh, but if the cat strokes its fur, it might get a fur ball. (laughs) Nobody knows what the fuck's going on. Uh, And And one million dollars. They wanted 10, 10 million. 10, ten million it was. Yeah. See, it was one space. It was one zero. space. Zero. Oh, okay. It was a big space, though. <laughs> the, the subtitles, you got like, they put a 1. one. Oh, okay. <laughs> in Hong Kong dollars, it's not much money because you divide it by seven anyway. One oh million dollars. <laughs> uh, we had a bit of a tour around Mr. Tin's house as they were doing their little talk off, noticing things that are going to get smashed. In His the house was great. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's pretty cool bad guy pad. All, all the bad 80s guys, guys, rich guys houses all have glass in them as well. Yeah. yeah. For the special stunt team. Was he meant to be Malaysian, were we saying? Because all of the butlers he's, are kind of dressed in that kind of that, get up, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I was looking like the credit said the batik is for, the shirts are from like some Indonesian shop or something. Uh, okay. He's got a lot of like wood and the guy's got like yep. hats like... I don't know, like a yeah, I that know, kind of yeah, that politician official. hat that they wear. Yeah. yeah, it's very Southeast Asian vibe. He's wearing yeah. that. Have we mentioned his shirt already? His see-through shirt. Yeah, yeah. No, you're going to mention it again because it's yes, of disgusting. Because it's, it's in every scene. <laughs> While everyone else gets changed, he does not. He never he gets wears changed. that same shirt. And every same singlet. It's would you see-through. change if you could wear that and like he did though? <laughs> well, if it was hot, I'd wear that everywhere. <laughs> Man, I mean, it's air conditioning. You know that. Yeah. So this the next scene is um, Dick. So they no they they don't they go screw you aspirin <laughs> we're just going to kill you anyway because <laughs> we don't believe that panel is going to hand in the microfilm because he's greedy too so they start drowning him and then we cut across the panel and uh, panel's getting ass whooping from uh, Dick yeah Dick showed up unannounced and he's just started smashing the shit out of Panadol. at his apartment at his apartment yeah so so they didn't go together like aspirin came down dressed up doing the thing and Panadol was still back at the apartment working on something. Then we intercut to Strepsil who's in the bathtub singing with uh, in his bubble bath and uh, and like all the people in Hong Kong is like, oh the doorbells ring oh my god it's constant complaining up and down the so hallway. Why are you why did you forget your key? Oh because he I'm thought just going to get uh, up aspirin. naked and go and answer yeah. the door. Butt naked. And uh, of course towel. as soon as he as soon as he answers the, the door Michelle and Cynthia kick the door and kick him in and he falls <laughs> over and his towel door. drops down yeah, and good he's stunt. naked. Good stunt. Any stunt when you're naked is a good stunt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they say, come with us. And he's like, I'm going to get changed. No, and they say, well, you gave us a fake microfilm and he didn't. And at this point he realizes, oh, it's fake. Panadol must have the real one. So uh, then they're like, you got to take us to him now. There's a cool scene shot here where he's behind a mirror and he gets kicked or something and it smashes and cuts to... Them in the boss's house fighting, and he's getting his face slammed yeah, into a saber. I thought that was an awesome shot. Yeah, it's a good cutaway. Yes. So uh, then we cut back to the the fight with uh, Panadol and um, and Dick Way. Dick Way. Who's funny? We call him Dick because his name in the movie is Dick. It seems yeah. like everybody's name in the movie reflects their actual name. Yeah, so it's uh, not like we just decided he's he a, goes, he's a dick. The microfilm's in that box, and he opens the box, and there's a, a fake breast there. He's going, "You fucking with me?" And goes, "No, it's 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 under the breast." And he flips the breast over, and there's a little piece of microfilm, so he takes it. And well, I thought it was pretty like, good. Like, how what, do I know that it's real? What led up to it was he was like, because Panadol said to Dick Way, he's like, "If I give you the microfilm, will you give me money and let my buddy go?" And Dick's like, "Yeah." And so he goes, "Okay, it's in the fake boob and the microfilm." And so Dick gets the microfilm and then he's about to blow him away. And he's like, oh, you dick. That's not real. <laughs> and then he's like, now I know I can't trust you. Because <laughs> Dick Way is like, tell me where it is. And he's like, man, you're really going to ask me again? Because, you know, you already proved that you, I can't trust you. He shot him in the shoulder, you. right? Yeah, he shot him in the shoulder. And he says like this exact sentence, like, because that's what the subtitle said. Um, you've got a big body. You can take another shot. Yes. So, you know, like, when you get shot, it doesn't matter if you get shot in the heart, head, as long as you've got a big body, you know. Fat people will get, always take two shots. If, you, if you're skinny, you can die with one shot. That's it. Yeah. Right? Fat people rule. That's yeah, but we we've established that. We, we are the natural selection. <laughs> then machine guns might fuck us up, but we're the natural selection. He's tic-tac body, like Sam said. Yeah, yeah. So this, he needs this a sandwich. Point, uh, Cynthia Michelle rock up and uh, Dick takes his leave uh, with the dying Panadol. 
No, does Dick go with Panda? I thought, uh, what's no, his no, name? No. Strapsall picks up Panda. No, Dick runs away. Yeah. Cynthia and, and uh, Michelle rock up. And yeah. then Strepsil comes in and finds Panda yeah. dying on the floor. And then he tells him that the microphone's in the lockbox where they keep the money for the boss guy. So then he grabs the lockbox, grabs a whole bunch of the, f- the, the fake guns that are in the, the gun chest. And for some reason, it <laughs> like a jacket over the top. Yeah, it's going postal. It's going crazy. See, this is the thing that and th- charges off for Mister Tin's house. This is the shit thing that really shits me is because he loses his shit. Right, all of his buddies have just been killed. Panadol is dead. He doesn't know whether or not um, aspirin is dead or not. And you've got Cynthia Rothrock and Michelle Yeoh going, "Dude, tell us where the film is." Like, and he just goes, "No, fuck you. You're all like crazy. I'm going to do this myself." And then he runs off by himself to sort this shit out. And in the coolest. Like this is the one thing I really wish they had a change, and I know it sort of suits his character, but he jumps on a little scooter, like one of those little like when, when you get your P plates over in Australia, the first thing you get if you're not old enough to drive a car, you get this little scooter. He jumps on that, got a helmet on, wrapped in guns, and just goes charging off through traffic, and it's just like so anticlimactic. It really is. Now, if you remember, one of these guns is real, and the rest of them are all fake. So he's got about six and the guns, grenades, and the grenades are fake. Also, we're forgetting as he's running down with the dying body. Uh, Dr. Cynthia Rothrock says, oh, he's dead, but he was talking like three seconds before. I was like, didn't you only get one shot? How come he's dead? I looked in the shoulder as well. Like, oh yeah, he's dead. He's like, what? Cynthia Rothrock has killed enough people (laughs) by being above the law to know. (laughs) She's a PhD in, in, uh, what do you call it? Badassery. (laughs) PhD in death and spanks. (laughs) That's a new movie, Death Spanks. Death Spanks. (laughs) I watched that. So, uh, <laughs> Strepsil rocks up at Mr. Tin's place and uh, manages to barge his way in by tricking the guard. To He's got a gun. Place. I'd get out of the way. Well, no, he, he says, mook. oh, your, your boss asked me to come. So, he opens the door. Then he sticks the gu- gun yeah. in the guy's face and then uh, Grenade. barges his way through the, um, the front door only to be surrounded by every crazy yeah. guard in the house. And Dick Way in a new suit. He's switched to a black suit. He has. With pilot wings for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's a pilot. Maybe it was, maybe it was a navy suit, and he's trying to match off against army guy. Mm. <laughs> no, well, well, see, in this movie, Dick Way wasn't actually famous, so he actually had a um, a part time job, and he actually just came from his job to to site to set. So you know, it's like this is my work suit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, or, or he was going to work after this. Yeah. You know, much like Michelle, you're going to a work out after before this. <laughs> yeah. So then he tries to negotiate uh, the microfilm for Aspirin's life. And they go back and forth uh, with Mr. Tin and he's like, how can I believe you? How can I believe you? Hey, why don't I just kill you here anyway? doesn't bother me none. Um, and then uh, he starts firing off the gun. Or was it, did he throw the a grenade. grenade first? So he throws a grenade. They all jump to the ground and then they all realise it's a fake grenade because the, the line, the like it's pin a music box. starts playing yeah. music, like a music box. Uh, and then they realise the, the grenade's fake and then he goes, what about the guns? And then starts firing off all the different guns with a few different characters getting pushed in the way of Mr. Tin so he doesn't get shot only to realise that all of the guns are fake leaving a single gun in a holster that he decides not to try at this time no because he realises that all the guns are fake or he yeah. believes that he all believes the guns are fake he believes all the guns are fake um, and just as he's about to get killed Cynthia and Michelle burst through the front door yes does Cynthia open up on people no Michelle has the gun and she, she fires and kills the um, no no because the they're gonna- guy Put, put like petrol on him, right? Yeah, they oh, were about to put, oh, that's right. They're about to burn him alive. <laughs> Direct oh. hit on the fucking thing. Boom! Yeah. Straight up murdered this guy with a petrol tank. 
<laughs> Quick, put him out. Put him out. They literally say it. Put and him out. The next 20, 25 minutes is awesome fighting. Non-stop action. Yep. Don't they... Is there a point in the movie where they both get into stance back to back and they just give each other this little like high five, patty cake? Just before thing. they kick ass. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, they walk in, they look at each other. They, they like their fight stance. High five. Let's go to it. So tables get broken. Glass gets shattered. People jump. It's so we're going to do clip notes on this because there are some... One of the... the one of the best scenes I've seen is Cynthia grabs this bamboo pole and does this... Like, it's like she, an umbrella and she knocks the umbrella head off by smacking in someone's face and then and, uses the pole. Yeah, uses the pole to jump against a, a, um, a wall but does the splits like... like up almost the wall. Up the wall. On the top, like almost like on a, uh, like a pole vault at the top of the pole vault. She's like doing the splits up the wall. Looked awesome. It looked amazing. And who'd you, who'd you spot in the background? Oh. Chin Carlock. Stu- a young Chin Carlock being a stuntman. A young Chin Carlock. I guess with a giant mullet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like all young stuntmen. And a, ba- a bad mustache. Like all young stuntmen. Yeah. It really is worth checking this movie out. Only if you watch the last half an hour. But um, Incredible. That, that, what anyone oh, talking about to that the stunt, stunt man. Everything, yeah. got, everything got smashed that could get smashed. There was so one a, particular stunt that we all were like, oh! So there's a couple, a, of, a couple of them I come to mind. One Mich- is um, uh, Michelle... Like, moves upstairs and she's fighting them up the stairs. And she sort of goes on a railing, hangs off this railing, sort of swings backwards through this glass, through glass. and then grabs these guys' legs and then throws them off as she swings back up. Yeah, two stuntmen flying down, second story, backwards. Ouch. Ouch. And um, then there's another one where she, she kicks a guy over the railing and he falls and you see the shot. He falls down and hits like a, a um, the bench. His legs and down. his butt hit the bench. bench yeah. And then he rolls onto his neck on yeah. the floor. Oh, man. And it was like all, of, all one shot, bang, bang. And there's one where Cynthia, uh, not Cynthia, um, Michelle leaps at a guy on the stairs, like leaps literally down the stairs to kick, I think it's... Um, Dick, way. Dick, Dick, Dick in yeah. the chest, but like one of the things you, you notice here is all the the big major things are slowed down. Oh, the big major hits, like the, yeah. the last hit, yeah, like a replay yeah. of everything. You slow down, then you see the, the so stu- you can see the it. stunt man for everything. Yeah, but, yeah, and there's a lot of um, a lot of good good action here, and I've, I've said this before in in cast, but I think the girls working in the movies actually work harder than the guys because they've got a lot more to prove. Um, I think they were given a good chance to run with it, and they did. They pulled off some really good stuff. Well, considering that half the time the girls are the guys, I think <laughs> you, you got... there, was, there was a couple of more Cynthia scenes where she gets smacked down, and, and you see that the stuntman's yeah. taking the hit. Yeah, her hair goes black. She's a little bit yeah. bigger, a little bit more manly. Yeah. Michelle did the splits onto the piano, and that was clearly her. Yeah. yeah. Can Michelle do the splits? Well, clearly, because yeah, she did. Well, yeah, there was so. a scene where, like, I would have thought Michelle would have been able to do this, even if they used wires, but she, she does this sort of backflip, and then a guy, like, leaps at her, and she sort of leaps in the air, does a, a flip in the air, and lands on him. But it turns out that's not actually her. It's, it's a guy doing it. Yeah. The hit down. Yeah, like, where she lands and sits on him, like, yeah. he, he goes, yeah, and he just does this flip. I thought she would have been able to do that, like... No, that she had like four other films to do that day. Yeah. <laughs> also, we get to see some of the Mad Dog action. He comes out Not with a Mad knife. Dog. And... I love the misogyny here. It's like you got Mad Dog and Dick Way kind of going, you women, women, this, women, that. Oh, oh, going, women. oh don't let them keep talking. Yeah, it just went on and on. And the Mad Dog's like, I don't even need a knife to deal with you, girl. And he clearly does. <laughs> also, <laughs> yeah, I have to point out that um, uh, Panadol comes out with the swords. Panadol? 
Panadol's dead. Panadol's dead. Strepsil. Strepsil comes out with the swords. <laughs> and he's chasing, oh, chasing yes. the henchmen around. <laughs> this scene is fucking hilarious. <laughs> and he runs around a corner and he's become confronted by four, four um, sword-wielding henchmen. <laughs> Run Turns away. around, runs the other way and he'd be confronted by three more He gets cornered. He's kind of like... Arms crossed with the swords and they're all like hacking down with the swords. And he blocks everything, and it's like they all he stands up and like his arms have all cuts all over them. (laughs) It's fucking hilarious. It's great. It's like Looney Tunes. It's yeah, it's good comedy. It's good comedy in what is otherwise a really dark fucking morbid film. (laughs) (laughs) So. In the end, Cynthia and Michelle get the get the better of Dick and, and Mad Dog. Well, yeah. how does that explain Mad Dog's demise? Because this is pretty classic. Mad Dog, um, there's a there's like this water feature underneath the or on the side of the stairs, and it's got like I suppose it would be it's um, like running down platforms. Yeah, like these platforms that water goes down, like Almost imagine stairs, the stairs to the water. Yeah, like it's but, got like these plastic stairs or, or whatever, glass. and the water's glass stairs, and the water's coming down these stairs, and um, he gets kicked off and basically from the flips second story. from the second story, lands in this, and it's a slowed down thing. And it almost looks like he hits his head on the side yeah, of, the, of the yeah of the, yeah. Of the, the um, stairs. Yeah, Ow. like as he's coming, like when he lands. So he's he, got all the glass sticking out of his face. <laughs> and, <stuff. laughs> yeah. and everyone in this film, when they die, they do this whole thing where they just do a big. Uh, their they, eyes go big and their face, they make this big, and just boom. It's like they're getting back up again for a second round, but they don't. No. It's like, I can do this. No. <laughs> um, and thus ends Mad Dog's reign. Mad Dog so is gone. Then, his his eyebrows and, and mustache had their separate funeral. Um, so then Cynthia was actually getting her, her butt kicked by um, Dick. By Dick. And then Michelle joins and uh, they both start fighting him. And uh, I think. They end up both grab picking up a sword and they hold the sword cross across Dick's throat and stop him. Yeah. Um, and at this point, Strepsil somehow survived upstairs. I don't know how. Comes back downstairs and um, gets all crazy. Tin's got him. Well, Tin's shown up and he's got a blade next to uh, Aspirin's throat. He's like, no. Strepsil's throat. Oh, no, he's got aspirin. Yeah, he's got aspirin. Tin has aspirin and then Strepsil's down. You take Strepsil for the throat, you take aspirin for a head. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, he has aspirin by the by um, the sword at the throat, and uh, Strips goes, "No, no, let him go, let him go." I didn't really destroy the microfilm. Here it is. It's been in my mouth the whole time. Pulls it out. Immediately, Dick jumps, grabs it, and burns it in the light socket. Yeah, that's right. Um, only to get kicked by Cynthia as he comes down and mm. falls across. But then Strepsil suddenly has a flashback memory of of uh, oh, there's one real gun in the, the bunch of fakes and realizes that the one gun he has left is real and pulls it out and um, shoots up Dick. Yeah. Cause at, this, at this point, all the police burst into the building and go, oh, they called them trespassing. Trespass or something. I don't know when he had time to get the phone and call the police, but anyway. And so Inspector Wong shows up and arrests the girls for breaking in an illegal possession of firearms. Because they're not cops at this stage. Because they're not cops anymore. And But he's angry because it turns out they then mentioned that the evidence was burnt up and there's no more evidence. Yeah, this microfilm, which has survived people's stomachs, mouths, getting bashed around just... Explodes on impact in this light socket. Yeah. Yes. 
So they're getting um, led away to the police vans out the front uh, in lines and uh, he goes, oh, Mr. Tin, you, you can come with us, obviously, to give a statement. And at this, at this point that he starts <laughs> laughing and gives a bit of a monologue on why he laughs. <laughs> because I like to and I'm happy or something. <laughs> he just laughs like... Oh, I don't mean to word. laugh, but... Oh. Oh, sucked in. The biggest, baddest bad guy laugh And that then you you're imagine. all angry at him, as is the audience. Hey, Oh, I'm, I'm terrified. I'm just thinking every time he laughs, I keep thinking if I were to try doing that, I'd black out. I'd have an aneurysm. <laughs> so, so while they're all getting led away, um, uh, Aspirin? Asp- no, Asp- Aspirin no, gets the gun. I, Strepsil mentions to Aspirin that Panadol's dead because he doesn't yeah. know at this point. Oh, yeah. And then um, Aspirin gets all crazy and grabs the gun off one of the cops and then shoots Mr. Tin several times. Because Tin's like, oh, yeah, I love it when bad guys go to jail. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, fam? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You're the bad guys. Ha, 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 ha. So he fires once and then like, I don't know if he actually shot him or he just got his attention. Oh, he no, shot him. he shot him, shot him a couple then, times. Yeah, that see-through shirt got all red. Sh- <laughs> and then he spins around and then he takes some more shots into his front as well. And then... Freeze frame. Freeze frame. End of, end of the end. Not, not freeze frame. I fell over. It's a wacky situation. It's like, oh, dead. Freeze frame with... Ah. <laughs> so this isn't the normal... This is the second film I've seen with you guys anyway that, that's had an ending where it's just like... Huh. not You don't suspect like this is... It ends right there and you're it's, like, really? That's uh, it? Are we saying that... Corey Ewan likes to throw it up at the end because that other movie was also a Corey Ewan movie. Uh, Corey Ewan, your endings suck. Are you saying there's another uh, version where the good guys win? We just saw the bad. bad the good cut? guys do win in this. Though. <laughs> I, I think um, I, I give credit to Corey for for actually mixing his endings up and, and things like that because um, the other one we saw where everyone dies. Spoiler alert! I don't know what it was. What was it? Above the law. Above the law. Above the law. We haven't seen that one ever. <laughs> I think Hong Kong anyway. Hong Kong audiences then really like to kill off their bad guys. They don't like them surviving. So if they're going to kill That's them, they're going to kill them the most. Like you know. That's the difference for them in Hollywood because Hollywood can. knows a people will cosplay it and b they can get at least three sequels out of it. So <laughs> bad guys go to jail and then they get released for the sequel. They should they, they should have shot him. He should have fallen over the balcony and got crushed by a compactor or something. Yeah. <laughs> You can then get disemboweled by Rambo for touching yeah, children. Then the that compactor is in a demol- demolition site <laughs> and that blows up. <laughs> they so should have no had, chance them, and then had that, the bad that, guy run off with a microfilm to the plane and then take off in the back. And then the plane explodes. The plane crashes into a volcano. The Sea of China or something like that. And, then, and the last scene is this the microfilm floating uh, to the water and it's just floating on top of the water. And this bird goes... And then it shits into the land. And then you go, yes, madam, two, three, four, and six. Grows from it. I don't know. <laughs> and, and if you was, chip the bark at a certain angle, you see the contract. <laughs> and that was the end of Yes, Madam. And then you got a you. replay of the stunts all over again. Yeah, yeah. At the yeah, end. yeah. I, and no outtakes, just a replay of the film. I wonder who did that awful stunt, the one that fell between the two balconies. I don't know. I, my phone was and charging. to the floor. So I wasn't able to. I, I don't know. Look see, at the you obituaries. Couldn't, you couldn't see his face. <laughs> <laughs> Henchman number yeah. nine. What stuntman was there in, two, in 1985 and wasn't there in 1986? <laughs> <laughs> Mars <laughs> Jr. <laughs> no, he would have got up and done that same three more, three more times. That was just the best take. It was a good stunt. You know what this cop drama missed? What? Caught. Caught. 
this this was pretty good. I don't know. I think I actually like this one better than Above the Law. Um, only because I think Michelle Yeoh and Cynthia Rothrock play pretty well off each other. They're a good team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. More well, this one was done before Above the Law, wasn't it? Uh, yes, it know, was. Yeah. Was it? I yeah. think this was a good... Probably pre- around the it's same time. It's the beginning time, of though. the Yes, Madam E type things. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, that's what, I'm, Madam, but that's yeah. what I, re- I reckon. It was a good... Um, they, they did it to see how they play off and they went, shit, they've got some chemistry here. Right, everybody, come back tomorrow. We're going to do something different. I would have really liked to have seen a threesome with these two guys and Yoon Byu and, uh, and throw Dick in there as well because I thought he was amazing as a bad guy. <laughs> threesome with Dick? What is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Well, threesome with Dick, Yoon Byu, Cynthia Rothrock and Michelle Yeoh. and uh, throw Moon Lee in there too? Yeah. Moon Lee. I can't think of a what euphemism Conan Moon Lee. <laughs> Conan. Conan. Conan Lee. Conan Lee. Uh, he would have just roid rage and just ripped everything to pieces. <laughs> I thought this movie was excellent. Like I know some of the humor is probably a bit corny for some people. Um, Rachel could probably speak more on that than I can. Um, it's this classic 80s humor with all those the same guys that you see in all the comedy. So mm. Good fashion, good stunts. I liked it. I really liked it except for the um, the stupid dramatic scenes between the friends. Oh. Too long, right? Oh, way too long and just unnecessary. Like it just dragged on. So I started thinking, is it yes, madam, or is it bumbling sidekicks <laughs> yeah. argue over things? Well, they can't carry a film, obviously. No. <laughs> I um, I, I got to say, like, um, I really like the um, the athletic ability of Michelle and, and Cynthia, but I also like the um, the scenes where um, Panadol in, in his um in his apartment yeah. using everything to yeah, get away fun. from the um, MacGyver apartment. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah the MacGyver of getting away from uh, Asian Drago. I think that was um that was really well done as well. Choi yeah. Hark's a pretty like good comedic actor, I guess. Choi Hark. Yeah, I haven't seen him do that much. I only know him from his directorial. I mean, early work. on, I think he. Did yeah. a little bit of acting, but not okay. Not recently, obviously. Oh, he doesn't really have the face for it, I guess. A- He's a sidekick kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Guy, They're all funny-looking guys those times. Mm. Yeah, from doing all those falls, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Let's do it again. This time, don't fall on your face. I wish they'd the do face. a revival of like Girls with Guns. I don't know how cu- current Hong Kong cinema would. Well, they did the Assassin. That wasn't very good. What was that movie that we saw um, with the girl in Korean movie? Oh, um, was it the assassin? They're way too serious, though. Like that was way too serious. A little bit more like I don't know. I don't know if the, the current the current the climate. They're all very yeah. serious. What about, about the Ghostbusters film? The Ghostbusters film. <laughs> yeah, Hong Kong specifically. Oh, Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah, but how many Hong Kong? There's actresses? not many films out anyway. No, but I mean, like who would you have now, though? Yeah, who would you have? Just in grab a, any the top rated girl band and throw them in a movie, and you'll yeah, have a success. What Fan Bing Bing? Fan Bing Bing. Paying off her debt. What's her name? What Steph debt? How do you know really about that? Hmm? What? Nicola, uh, what's her name? You said paying um, off a debt. What are you talking about? It's a big story. D- Fan Bingbing. She got arrested like by the really Chinese government because um, she was doing dual contracts on films. Mm. So, so one was. We're having two conversations. Ta- <laughs> Stop. We are having two conversations. <laughs> yeah, uh, this one's going forward. What? <laughs> so Fan Bingbing got arrested by the Chinese government for having dual contracts where she had one that she'd give to the government saying what she pays taxes on and the second one underneath where she actually got paid more money. So she was getting paid twice under different contracts and Boring. they arrested her. We've discussed this before. <laughs> we have. Yeah, for those that didn't know it, thanks. Appreciate that. Hey. It's a big story. <laughs> Yeah, um, oh, I'm sorry. I, I and wasn't. Then, and yeah. so they arrested her for a few months, and then they released her and said, "Now you have to pay us like a hundred million dollars or something." But as, uh, as a fine. The second second tax evader was it Jack? Was it Jack Wu? What's his name? Oh yeah, yeah. Wu Jing. Oh Wu Jack. Wu Jack. Wu Jack. 
Farah. Wu Jing, Wu Jing. Yeah, Wu Jing, Wu Jackman. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's that. a crackdown on corruption because apparently it was a bit endemic in the entertainment industry where they have these, what they call them, dual riders or something, where they'd have two contracts, one for the government purpose and one underneath. So they'd get more money because in China, when you make, uh, you know, earn money like that you actually the tax is quite high i think it's something like 45 percent or 48 percent or something ridiculous that you have to pay so, so they all like try to get around paying taxes like everyone tries to get around paying taxes yeah when and you have that caught. much money you have to pay the marginal tax rate which is the individual rate so if you're there <laughs> earning quite a lot of money then usually you pay higher tax than everyone else so yeah. we shouldn't just Australian disappear tax yeah. we shouldn't like cut this out for a while the they did disappear for a while the, that's the, the problem Scott can just cut this out and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll leave it in I want talk about thing. that tax am I right no, yeah. income deductions yeah son so anyway the Asian moves. tax cast <laughs> <laughs> so what moves would you uh, want to do from this movie well I'd probably see an accountant uh, and maybe <laughs> set up some nice profit shifting <laughs> arrangements uh, oh sorry for the movie um no, I usually go last, but I'll go first this time. <laughs> do it. Because I'm going to do the uh-huh. splits. Cynthia Rothrock splits on the wall. Yeah, you're going to do it, Christian, but it's mine. So I want to do the splits on the wall while holding a pole to fight with. <laughs> yeah, dad. Yeah, the pole. <laughs> Scott. I got two. You can have one. <laughs> uh, all right, well, the one that comes. Take two. Panadols. <laughs> this, the pool shark shit. The pool, pool shark, shark shit. Yeah, it just looked like a big smart ass and go, <laughs> click, <laughs> oh, the dude, ball the, goes in. The like no look? Dickhead, yeah. The no look? Okay. Yeah. What's the other one? I can't remember. Out of interest. Oh, no, come on. You're up, Rage. Uh, the counter to getting kicked in the boobs, which isn't actually in the film. But the counter to getting kicked in the boobs? Yeah. What's the counter to getting kicked I in the know, boobs? I don't know, but there should be one. <laughs> why, why is there a slow motion scene of someone getting kicked in the boobs and nothing after that? Oh, he, here's, an, here's an important question then for our listeners. Does getting kicked in the boobs feel like getting kicked in the balls? I don't think so. Okay. Not that I have both. Yeah, we can't answer that question definitively, can we? <laughs> it doesn't drop you like a sack think, of shit. I don't shit. think it's... Uh, well, if a cat stands on, <laughs> stands on my boobs, it hurts. Yeah. If a cat stands on your boobs. What, my, ca- my cat? But if a cat stands on any part of my body, if they're using claws, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> the claws. Yeah. Uh, I shouldn't have gone in that lion's cage. <laughs> like, if you get hit in the boobs with nunchucks, are you on the ground going... I'll be like, that hurts. Oh, but it wouldn't de- debilitate you. No. Oh, yeah, debilitate so. me. But my boobs aren't that big, so I don't know. Yeah. Mm. So the bigger the boobs are, the more painful it gets. <laughs> so about that move, Christian? Some women have more sensitive boobs than others, you know? <laughs> boobs. Boobs. Um, that, that and doing the glass, the double somersault over the balcony. Oh, the stuntman? Yeah. 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 Ow. Ow. Um, I think my... Um, I, I really thought about this, and I'm going to have to go with the, um, the, the Super Mario apartment. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Chewy Hark's Mario apartment. That was nice. I just like sh- shooting someone's hand off with a shotgun. That was fun. oh, that yeah. that was literally what I was going for. Like <laughs> I had to toss up between that one and the, the part. I thought oh, the apartment just had cooler stuff. I thought of my second one. What? Sitting there with two swords, going ah uh, and <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, so how can you get in touch with us? If you have a question, comment, or suggestion? You know what? Before Sam. you get into that, Scott, I just want to say not one of us brought up that mustache or eyebrows. I no, because I, I don't want five them. Times. No, no, I mean like as our favourite. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. oh yeah. well, that's in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, a we we were everyone already even Rachel's was like nodding her head going yeah I wanted this. The amount of grooming required would be just ridiculous. <laughs> I'd get tired and just go. Why do you no. think? He, why do you think he had so many servants? It wasn't for him. It was for his, <laughs> for his He's dude. called Mad Dog for a reason. Mad Dog. All right. 
It'd be funny if his whole face was just hair and they just had to separate the eyebrows and the mustache. <laughs> no, he's just a werewolf. The first costuming session and then they cut that idea. That'd be funny if they did the costume and they're like, I want it bigger. I want it bigger. <laughs> I feel like they we, we haven't got enough money in a budget for what he wants. <laughs> All right. Don't have so Sam, hair. how do these people get in contact with us? How do you want to get in touch with Asian Action Cast? There's many ways to get in touch with the number one podcast for Hong Kong and Asian Action Cinema. Again, I don't know if that's true, but it sounds pretty cool. Get in touch with us at AsianActionCast at gmail.com mm-hmm. or AsianActionCast at Twitter, AsianActionCast on Instagram, AsianActionCast <laughs> at your local deli. <laughs> uh, Facebook. Anywhere that you see Asian Action Cast, just Google it. I think it's pretty much the second thing that comes up. <laughs> Apart from remakes of Mulan. You know why? Because there's actual there's a movie called Asian yes! Action. <laughs> yes! That's the first thing that comes up. <laughs> Damn you, Asian action film. Like the literal movie, like tough guy fighting Asian action. Fuck. Who started Pretty sure we can get on Uber Eats too. Uh, I checked it's not an Asian film. See, like, Asian we have to American buy the rights actors. to it and make it disappear. <laughs> Asian American actors in Mulan is like another search result or something weird. Uh, Hang on, Mulan. I'll look it up. Don so Yen's in Mulan. While we're, while we're doing really? this, Scott, yeah. did we get any uh, Scott or, or Jet, Sam? Jet Li plays so the emperor. Excited. Yeah. Do you know who Donnie Yen plays in Mulan? Who? Let's get down to business. He uh, plays that guy. Okay, so the movie's called okay, Asian Action. Came out in 2014. And uh, let me just click on this thing. Is it an American so film? So Scott and, uh, and Sam, did we, uh-huh. did we get any mail? Did we get any response? Has anyone taken the time to give us... Some feet. No. Yes, we have. We did have. There was an online argument for which I was not oh. involved in about uh, somebody from one of the websites was saying, like, are the movies that we watch actually Hong Kong films? No, they're not. No, they're not. Not always. Not always. When you say Asian, that, that I think that encompasses a very broad spectrum. There's a lot more than Hong Kong well, out to be, there. To be fair, posting, Sam, I, I love Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, you're posting yeah. on Love HK film. About um, an Facebook, Indonesian film. Their Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. so. Love right. HK. Do you, do you yeah. want to give you a quick summary of Asian action? Who's in it? So Jackie Lai, Warren Chow, and Michael Chan. Michael Chan is Space Invader. Oh. And I'll just give you the quick summary of Asian action. 2014 movie. The Hungs are just your average upwardly mobile modern Hong Kong family. As far as the eight-year-old daughter Jasmine's concerned, mum and dad are just regular old parents. That is, until the day mum and dad break the news to her that they're actually time-traveling, crime-fighting disaster preventers, blah, 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 blah. That's the first thing that comes yes. up Asian action cast. That sounds yes. awful. Awfully good. That's, <laughs> that sounds epic. I, I, I want us to do that. Okay. That's the, somebody yeah. find that. We are doing that film. Maybe. Is it action? That's called Asian action, right? In the, it's right in the fucking title. The Asian, Asian action cast are doing the Asian action movie. Yes, tie-in. But someone doesn't sound like he's Asian. It's not Asian. Uh, it's American produced. Yeah. Sam. Country of I origin, don't think Canada. you understand yeah. the importance Made in Canada. of the <laughs> nah, sorry. Sorry. You have to watch that in your free time. <laughs> so, the, <laughs> this argument you took, just get some quick clip notes. Did it get passionate? Did it get heated? Did, was there any trolling? No, not really. It was just somebody said, is this really Hong Kong? And uh, yeah, I was like, nah. <laughs> fair, fair question. But then someone said, question. you know, other, was it other people? Oh, yes. One, one, yeah, there was somebody who said, nah, but then neither is all the shit that was posted here with John Clement. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I mean, like, love Hong Kong. If you love Hong Kong films, generally speaking, you love the films that we watch. Because we love Hong Kong films. That's why we do what we do. You know, we watch watch one today. But yeah. And the... Yeah, I was but gonna we say, also watch other films, and there's <laughs> no, nothing no, wrong with that. You go. No, I was gonna say that that forum is sort of like people who really love 
films, including Asian Asian films, Asian films, Hong Kong films specifically, but you know, film buffs. So, like, my problem is that Hong Kong, like the the the, the aesthetic of Hong Kong films, has moved away from Hong Kong. You know, like it's gone to other countries who now do Hong Kong films because they love Hong Kong films. You've got the Philippines, you've got Indonesia, you've got all these other countries that are now doing Hong Kong films the way the Hong style, Kong films the, hand, the action style, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're not getting Hong Kong actors. Well, some of them do. Um, but the style is there because in Hong Kong, they just don't make those types of films anymore. I don't know how many films they're making now because I think, um, was it the um, SCMP was what the, which paper... Uh, South China Morning Post was listing the top films of this year from whatever, all of them. This year? There's only like 20 or, some, 20 or so films made, not this year, but 2018. Yeah. Yeah, so there's not that many films being made. Yeah. Yeah, they, don't, they just don't pump them out. Well, they've they've, they've, they've moved to the mainland, though, haven't they? Because, yeah. I mean, even Jackie Chan's production studio is based at a, a Shanghai, I think it is. And, um, of course it is. <laughs> well, yeah. They're doing it for the... Um, at the box office now because uh, the Chinese box office is actually worth quite a bit of money. Yeah. So um, that's where their their main audience is that that box office now. Yeah. That's why um, Transformers. Uh, I think it was Eve of Extinction or whatever it was had that much uh, Chinese influence through it because mm. it was going to be released over there. And I I don't say I say this very loudly when I say pandering, but they didn't like it anyway. You're talking about Transformers: Dark Side of the Moon. No, Sorry, Age of Extinction. <laughs> Dark Side of the Moon was a great film, all right? Hey, Sam, just before we wrap it up, tell me, uh, paint a, a word picture for the Asian action movie poster. The Asian action movie poster has boobs, big boobs. <laughs> just uh, as as It's in Wang Scope too, by the way. <laughs> Wang Scope? It's a 4D film called? in Wang Scope. Oh, it is in Wang Scope. Oh. See, we have to do this now. Three dimension. No wonder those boobs are sticking right in my face. <laughs> and they've got guns coming out. It's, it's, there's Chinese writing, so it's pretty Chinese. <laughs> something about explosions or something in the. In Asian the... action. There's a car. Everything seems to be on fire. Uh, there's a cyborg. And uh, what looks like Carmen Rider in there. Uh, and just boobs. Pretty big boobs. They're being, they're being kind of. Oh, you had me at the first this, boob, all right? Let's just... They're squeezed into a tiny singlet. Uh, and uh, and yeah, just uh, it looks like uh, there's the ED two hundred nine in there as well. Yeah, Canada not being in Asia. Mm, no. Canada can be uh, maybe Canada can be a part of Asia. <laughs> well, in its defence, it's part of the Commonwealth. The Commonwealth had Hong Kong for a while. It counts. You might be right. Canada Asia. <laughs> so, so that was yes, madam. Thanks everybody for listening. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. Hello. Oh, that Goodbye. Went. Rachel, hello, Thanks. goodbye. Hi, bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Peace out. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye bye. Richard. Bye bye, Kangji and Ikeren. Can I just say, though, that this film was produced by a guy called Dixon Poon, <laughs> which is just let that sink in for two seconds. Leho Leng, a wall.